Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm going to Wichita. There you Left go. corner, Brown, open jumper. Good. Zach Brown for three. Looks inside. Lobs to Morris. Turn around from eight feet. Good. Zach Morris. This is Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN. Quick three. Good for Landry Shannon. It's time for the pregame show. Here's the voice of the Shockers, Mike Kennedy. Good evening and welcome to Charles Koch Arena for the Intrust Bank pregame show and tonight's game between the Shockers and Houston brought to you by Comfort Systems. Comfort in your home, comfort in your wallet, Comfort Systems. Dave Dahl alongside Armand Ely will join us a little bit later and Andrew Hamling in the studio ready to take your phone calls at 869-1037. Also we'll take your tweets at, at Shocker Voice with any questions or thoughts you have so at shocker voice on twitter and by phone 869-1037 area code 316 the shockers coming off a 10-point win on the road at yukon on saturday in their first ever american athletic conference game now play their first ever aac home game taking on an old foe but a, a pretty old one at this stage of the game the houston cougars were members of the missouri valley conference through the decade of the 50s but left in the spring of 1960 and wichita state and houston have played only three times since then won the very next year in the all-college tournament and then two games here in wichita one in the preseason nit 89-90 one in the postseason nit in 0405, so they've only had two meetings in the last 57 years. Mike Co- uh, Cohen was coaching one of those games. Was that the first game? game he, yeah. yeah. And uh, did Houston have a couple of NBA players? They on did, their as a team? matter of fact. I <laughs> mean, big time successful NBA players. That was just a tremendous win for the Shockers. And we wanted to talk a little bit about the the history with Houston. Wichita State leads the all time series 16 to nine, and even though they have played very little. As I said, the last almost 60 years, that is still the 18th most played opponent on Wichita State's all-time list. It'll be good to get this series going again. And Houston, even after they left the Missouri Valley and no longer played Wichita State, had a lot of history in this building because Wichita, Manhattan, and Lawrence kind of rotated hosting NCAA Midwest Regionals through the 60s and 70s. And Houston was always in that event because they were a powerhouse independent in this Midwest area. And so I saw them here in 1966. Elvin Hayes was a sophomore that year. I saw them here again in 1968 when he was a senior and they won to go to the Final Four. Uh, They were here in 1971 when Dave and I were both students here and had Pooh Welch and Dwight Double D Davis and uh, another really strong team in that tournament. I hosted them. I was a freshman at Wichita State 
And I was the host for Louisville when they were playing Houston in that NCAA tournament game. And we were all in the tunnel waiting to go out on the floor. And both teams were side by side. They were parallel. And Houston was on the right, Louisville on the left. Um, Elvin Hayes was a little bit ahead of where Unseld was. And slowly, the Big E looks over his shoulder and makes eye contact with Wes Unseld. And they just nodded at each other. And you knew the battle was going to be on, and it was on. You know, we were really hoping to have the Big E join us on this show for a few minutes tonight. He is now the radio color commentator for Houston Broadcast. He does all of their home games, as many road games as he can. He still has other commitments and things on his schedule, and he wasn't able to make the trip here for this game. So I'll look forward to actually meeting him January 20th in Houston. But one of the greatest players I ever saw, and certainly one of my favorite players during that era that I was basically a contemporary of his, he'd be a couple of years older than I am. The numbers bear it out, the number of points he scored, the number of rebounds he pulled in, the um, the success that the team had, and he had good players around him, beating UCLA in that huge game um, in the football stadium. Yeah, I mean, that was, just a, yep. yeah, that was just a great, great game. And I agree, Elvin Hayes is just a terrific player. I've always admired him as well. And I mentioned this last night when I was on the drive with Bob and Jeff Lutz, that the thing, the other thing about Houston that I will never forget is when they came in, when they were coached by Guy V. Lewis for 30 years, and when they came into a regional, like we saw them here a number of times, it was a show. Oh my. The players all dressed in coats and ties. They wore red blazers. The band was always dressed, as I recall, in red and white striped coats. They had a great band. They had gorgeous, really good cheerleaders. And I think Guy's wife coached the cheerleader squad. So when they came to a regional, it was you looked forward to seeing Houston for the whole show on and off the court. And then when they evolved into Phi Slamma Jamma, they had NBA players on their roster. And it was showtime all the time, more so even than the Lakers' showtime on their level. They were differentiated by more than the Lakers were differentiated. They were fun, fun to watch, very exciting. Real quickly, before we get to the phones, I just wanted to mention, too, that you had names in their Valley days, right at the end of their Valley period, Gary Phillips, Gary the Ghost Phillips, and Ted Luckenbill, who both went on to be NBA guys. And then, of course, in the 60s, you had Elvin Hayes and Don Chaney on those great teams. The 70s, Dwight Davis, Dwight Jones, and Otis Birdsong, and then Clyde Drexler, Hakeem Olajuwon, Cadillac Anderson. But since Guy Lewis retired, Houston's fortunes have been a little more up and down. But even since 1990, Carl Herrera, Randy Brown, Bo Outlaw, Anthony Goldwater, and Damon Jones have all had long and successful NBA careers. And Jonathan Simmons is currently in his sixth year in the league, averaging about 15 a game for the Orlando Magic. So they have continued, at least sporadically, to have a lot of outstanding players. And now Kelvin Sampson's coming off back-to-back 21 years in his second and third year as head coach. This looks like an NCAA at-large team, and Houston seems to be on its way back to its glory days. Well, and we'll talk about this a little bit later. He has a real passion for the game. He's an excellent coach. He's smart. He's has success, and now he's combined that with some very, very good players. Houston is not just going to be good. They're very good right now, and I think that they could even make a run in the NCAA tournament. All right, we are going to get to the phones and to Twitter, 869-1037, and at Shocker Voice on Twitter, and Al has patiently waited for the opportunity to start us off. Al? 
Hey, Al. Hello. Hi, hey, Al. Yeah, go ahead. Are we there? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, little technical difficulties. Uh, thanks for taking my call as always. Uh, you know, big game. Pretty darn excited about it. Uh, I'm sure you know everyone continues to speculate on how Marcus McDuffie is going to get his minutes. You know, I, I've got an opinion, and curious if you see it the way that I see it. Um, with uh, the log game that we have at uh, power forward, and with Austin Reeves getting more uh, time in a three guard lineup. Uh, is it possible that Zach Brown is going to probably be the recipient of the the greatest reduction of minutes once Marcus finds his groove? Well, that's a, I mean, I don't know if it's going to come down to any one player that will have his minutes reduced the most, but I, I think, and I mentioned this before the game at UConn Saturday, the thing that might make Zach one of them that will lose more minutes is that he has struggled offensively this year. And obviously Marcus is going to be an impactful offensive player. He led the team in scoring last year, and he's an inside-outside guy. Zach has seemed to lack some confidence this year. He has been a better offensive player throughout his career than he's been so far this season. But he is also such a tremendous defensive player. He's an even better rebounder than he's ever been. And so I don't think it's going to be a huge reduction. Again, it's just kind of get it, you know, get scattered through sure. several players. And it's going to depend on the night. There may be right. some nights when Daryl Willis gets in early foul trouble or maybe a couple of the big guys and Marcus might play a few more minutes at the four. It's just going to kind of shake out that way. Yeah, um, the situation's going to dictate what's going to happen. Marcus, fortunately for him, is capable of playing several different positions and playing them well. We talk about Zach's defensive prowess. Marcus is the same way. As a matter of fact, Wichita State has been playing much better defensively the last two games. I don't think it's coincidental that Marcus McDuffie is back in the lineup over the last two ball games. Not playing quite the minutes that he was before, but I thought playing pretty hard and playing pretty good defense. Some of those minutes are going to come as they rotate players up and down at the five spot. I think some guys at the five spot, like Rano, would probably have minutes reduced, which he is. Um, I do know that one guy who's not going to have his minutes diminished is going to be Richard Kelly. Richard is playing so well, I don't know how you could steal any minutes from him. Absolutely. And and not just rebounding, which is so obvious, but he's, he's a fine passer. He's one of the team leaders in assists. He can score in the right situations, and he's one of the vocal leaders on the floor. One of the things that this coaching staff's really talked about with the defense getting better is better communication, and he is one of the vocal, verbal leaders on the court, leading communicators, and a guy that really kind of helps hold things together out there. Yeah, and on any given evening, it's going to depend on the situation and who's playing well and who isn't playing well, how the matchups are going, and, and we'll see a lot of different players from time to time having a few minutes chipped away. One thing I want to be sure and mention early on in the show is the fact that the Coaches Charity Challenge is back underway, and once again this year, Greg Marshall is a participant, and once again this year, he has designated the Wichita Children's Home Great. as his designated charity. So again, the way it works is you go to ESPN.com, 
forward slash infinity, and then the whole thing will come up. You can go through, you know, you go through, there'll be a picture of each coach. You go through alphabetically, and then right under the coach's picture, it will say vote, and you punch on there, and you register your vote. And, uh, you know, there's the, the ones that finish uh, at e- highest at each stage and move on. There's a general elimination process down to the last four, but... Uh, it will raise money for the Wichita Children's Home, a great cause, and uh, it is underway. I think it started yesterday, I so. and uh, I think there are something like 13 days left in this first time period. Coach Marshall, very early yesterday, was ninth. He's usually been in the top four or five, so I encourage you to get online and vote, and you can do it once each day for each device that you sign up on. And I think people just were not aware that this was going on already because I expect him to really climb rapidly in the votes. Want to mention your drive to the game is brought to you by Kansas Land Tire and Service, where great tires and professional auto service are always a slam dunk. Had a question on Twitter about uh, what, if anything, we could tell you about former Shockers Malcolm Armstead, Carl Hall, and Takeo Cotton. Uh, not a lot about any of them except that all are playing overseas, and I'm not sure exactly where Malcolm is. I see Malcolm on Twitter. I know he's playing in Europe. Takeo Cotton, I'm pretty sure, is back in Germany where he's become kind of a big star. And uh, Carl Hall, right about the time Wichita State season started, had been playing in the Canadian Professional League and then moved to, uh, I think, somewhere either in Asia or in the Caribbean Islands, and I can't remember exactly where. We saw a note on that. But, again, all three are still playing professionally and doing very well. And I am probably way off base, but I thought that Malcolm was playing for a while in the Mideast, but I, I could be way off on that. All right, we have a question. If a player is hurt and it affects his play, should the player let it be known or hide it at the risk of being a step slow? Usually... It's going to get noticed Absolutely. if they're a step slow. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's better, and I think coaches prefer that if a player is not right, that they let him know. Now, coaches also admire players playing through maybe a, a little nagging injury or, or something of that type, as long as it doesn't keep them from playing at a fairly high level. And I, maybe the best thing is for the player to say, you know, I. My ankle is bothering me, but I think I can play through it. And the coach may say, all right, well, let's give it a try. If it looks like you're really struggling, we'll get you out of there. But I think that, that it's always better to be honest and uh, and let the coach know. That way they can be kind of watching for it. Usually also, if, if something's bothering a player, if they're hurt a little bit, best thing is to let them know and let the trainer see if he can do something about it that might make it better in order to continue to participate. A lot of people don't realize this, but... Uh Communication between a coach and a player is two-way. It is not just the coach telling the player what to do, but the player needs to tell the coach what he feels comfortable with and how he's doing. And part of that is the injury situation. And once again, Mike, you're right. The coaching staff is going to figure out right away whether or not the player is at full strength. But a player has to tell a coach immediately and then let the coach decide. It's a coaching decision, but uh, the player has to come on that. It's really no different than Coach Marshall's philosophy, the way he likes to coach, and he subs a lot, is he always wants five guys on the floor who are as fresh as they can be or ready to go as hard as they can possibly go for as long as they can. If that's three minutes or seven minutes or whatever it may be, particularly on the defensive end. And so 
he wants his players to let him know, signal or whatever, if they're tired. If they've been up and down several times and they're getting a little gas, signal. Let them know. They'll get you out and they'll get you back in soon. And that's the way they would rather approach it so that they know you're always out there at full speed. And if it's on an off game day, what the player says is, Coach, I'm having a little bit of tightness in my hamstring. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and see the trainer, find out what the trainer says I need to do. But if you see anything in me that's slowing me down, let me know, and we'll, we'll work on that with the trainer a little bit more. So he's letting the coach know that he feels he can go, and at the same time, he is getting the help that he needs so he's, he can be valuable. Any day the Shockers play, you get 50% off your online order at any Wichita area Papa John's. Log on to PapaJohns.com and use the promo code SHOCKER50 to receive your Shocker discount. We go back to the phones for Ron. Ron, thanks for joining us. Hi, Dave uh, Hi, and uh, Mike. Uh, okay, I got a, a comment. I, I feel like uh, one of the reasons we won the UConn game was because as a team we were more disciplined and I think we're more disciplined than a lot of D1 teams out there might you might comment on that and my question is what's up with Rhino the last three games he's a like a, a non-factor and uh, I'd like to have you comment on that thanks as far as the discipline thing, that all comes into what goes on at practice and the kinds of expectations the coaching staff has. Uh, just things like calling three plays at a time in practice or in a huddle during a timeout, uh, that discipline to remember what the plays are, remember what the sequence is, and lots of things like that. So, yeah, I mean, that's all a part of the culture here, of that discipline, self-discipline, uh, staying with the plan. And, you know, hopefully that leads to making good decisions, uh, including, you know, in your passing and your shot selection and so forth. Sometimes that have, hasn't been as evident in the passing this year as it has been in, in years past. But uh, I think that's something that will get ironed out because this is a veteran team and these guys know what, what good decisions are, what good passes are, and so forth. And they always realize that basketball is 40 minutes and it has ups and downs throughout the game. And what you see with Wichita State this year and in many years is they're very self-confident. And if something happens on the court, if they have a bad run for about two minutes, uh, they don't let it get to them. They continue to do their work, and they know things are going to turn out okay as long as they work hard. So the attitude, the way they approach the ball game, is very significant, and they approach it like veterans, and that's why they're winners. One other area where the discipline really shows is there's no chirping, trash talking, those kinds of things. Stay focused on what's going on. If if somebody starts to show too much concern or especially starts talking about officiating or calls, that's going to get addressed because those are things that, A, can put you in a bad light with the officials. It also can be a distraction to what you're trying to do on the court. And so all those things come into that, that overall discipline that, that Ron talked about. And part of it is after the game, too. None of those players are concerned about the stat sheet other than it relates to who won the ball game and who lost. Then they get into team rebounds, team field goal percentage, 
guys come out that we interview after the ball game, Mike, and they oftentimes have no idea what their numbers are. And they look at their numbers and they say, oh, okay. <laughs> but they're not concerned about it as the game is going on. I'll, I'll mention this, too. It gets addressed in things like we get in, we got in late on the trip to Connecticut because we had a, a plane malfunction. that We had to wait a while for a second aircraft. And so it was... All right, we're going to the hotel. We've got food ready for you. We'll eat just as soon as we get in, and then you got to get to bed, get your rest, that kind of thing. Coming back, the message was tomorrow night's New Year's Eve. It's amateur night. That's when people are out acting crazy, so don't get caught out in the middle of that. Enjoy yourself, you know, get together with your teammates, your friends, whatever, but don't be out in the middle of all the craziness and put yourself at risk and make sure you get your rest. You know, also with this team, like with many of Greg Marshall's team, they feel a sense of responsibility not just to themselves but to their teammates. They're not going to do anything untoward because they're concerned about how their team would be affected by it and how the coaching staff would react to it. All right, we have another call, but we do need to take a quick break, so we'll ask RJ if he can hang on for just a couple of minutes, and we'll be back with more of your calls and your tweets on the Interest Bank pregame show from Cocorinas to Shockers and Houston tonight in the AAC home opener. Another Smile Power experiment brought to you by Delta Dental of Kansas. Okay, today we're going to find out just how powerful a smile is. First, say this with no smile. Your parents are staying all weekend? Wow, that's awesome. Okay, now with a smile. Your parents are staying all weekend? Wow, that is awesome. A healthy smile is a powerful thing. It deserves Delta Dental, the nation's leading dental benefits provider. Unleash your smile power with Delta Dental. Coach Greg Marshall has a full day. Games, practices, preparation. Then there's his second job, recruiting. That means travel. He couldn't do it without Executive Airshare, the nation's third largest fractional aircraft provider. There's always a jet on the runway waiting for him. He can scout a recruit and be back the same night, ready to start his next busy day again. That's good for his schedule and good for the Shockers. Learn more at execairshare.com. Hi, this is Ashley Hayes, and I'm a full-time working mom of two. My husband and I spend hundreds of dollars a month at various places around Wichita to work out at because there's not one place that meets all of our needs. So to say we are thrilled that OptiLife will fill that void is an understatement. OptiLife encompasses everything in one place. Functional fitness, group exercise classes, yoga, heart rate-based interval training, and a spa. They even have childcare. Visit OptiLife at 21st and Webb or online at opti-life.com. Hi, folks. Aaron here from the all-new or Nissan of Wichita, and it's time for our YES event. YES stands for year-end sales event where you'll save up to fifteen grand off remaining new Nissans in stock, like a new 2017 Nissan Titan for just $349 down and $349 a month. Yes, just $349 a month. Say yes to more for your trade, up to three grand over book value. Ask for me, Aaron Mount, General Manager of the all-new or Nissan of Wichita. Dial 1-800-NEW-NISSANS or visit ornissanofwichita.com. With approved credit, 84 months, 3.24 APR, plus tax and license, all rebates apply, then number HN537. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Agent Brad Woody, John Green, Rich Hutless, Dusty Self, or an El Dorado Rebecca Shum or Stephanie Thomas. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Welcome back. 
to Charles Koch Arena. And we just got word tonight's tip-off will actually be a little bit earlier than usual at 6.01. I'm sure that has oh. to do with ESPN, which is fine, rather than 6.05 or sometimes 6.07, 6.01. So we'll keep things moving along tonight. But we need to go back to RJ, who's very patiently been holding with his calls. So RJ, thanks for waiting. Thank you, Mike. Uh, I'm a long-time listener, 50 years. First-time caller. Wow. Welcome. And uh, I just wanted, we were talking about memories. Uh, 50, uh, 1960 was my freshman year at Wichita State. And prior to that, while the Houston was in the Valley, two players that later played for the Wichita Vickers, Nick Revon and... Don Boldabut were very good players. But uh, I just thought I'd throw that in with all the other great players that were at uh, Houston. Absolutely. And uh, I wanted, I really was hoping we could get Don Boldabut to be on with uh, Bob and Jeff yesterday and talk a little bit about uh, those days playing for Houston because he played at Houston the last year that the Shockers played in the Forum and the first year that they opened this building and then, of course, played here for four years with the Vickers. He was Houston's first seven-footer, led them to their first-ever NCAA tournament appearance in 1956. So that was one of the the great names. Uh, Nick Rebon was a, a little guard that played with the Vickers. Art Helms, who played at both Southwest Missouri State and Houston, also played for the Vickers uh, for a couple of years. So there was there was a lot of connection back in those years between the two schools, and this, like I say, the city and this arena kind of continued for a long time. It's good to see a rebirth of that, and I'd also like to say hello to RJ. We go back a long way together. RJ, really good to hear your voice, and I'm glad you're doing well. All right, well, RJ. I'm surprised you can recognize it. I okay. sure can. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Uh, let's see. Okay, we've got a note from Patty that Carl is in Canada. I thought he I thought he left, but maybe he's still there. Takale is rehabbing after a tendon oh, no. repair. So those are tough uh, ones. Thanks for those updates. Uh, l- looking at the schedule, just realized the Shockers have no stretch of three games in five days. The coaches' thoughts, your thoughts. Well, I can't speak for the coaches. But uh, I don't think that'll be a problem. They uh, they played three games in three days in Maui, so they've been through that experience, and that's the only other time you're going to do something like that is the conference tournament if you make it all the way to the championship game. So they've done that. Uh, I don't think there's there's any need to play three games in five days to make you a better team. I, I think that uh, actually the way the schedule's worked out has been really fine for the coaches where there was a full week between games twice around the holidays and and since playing on Saturday we've had a pretty good gap until this one on Thursday and then two days in between before playing on Sunday. I think ideally coaches like to have that extra day rather than one day in between if they can get a couple of days in between games to kind of work on their own stuff and then work on the other team a little more extensively that's almost the perfect preparation scenario and it lets the players get in the gym and work on their shortcomings especially on their shot and it's kind of interesting when you get into the postseason tournament you're going to be playing three games in three days probably in the NCAA tournament you're going to be playing uh, two games in a three-day period 
And one of the things we've talked about in terms of playing too many games in too close of a time period is, wait a minute, how is Wichita State going to share all those minutes? And Wichita State is so deep that they are ideally suited for uh, many games in a short period of time. This is a good question from Greg. He said, going back to the NIT championship, Marshall's WSU teams have always improved as the season went on. Where will they improve the most this year? Well, I think where they're going to improve the most is what they've done over the last couple games. That's doing a better job three-point defensively. It's also in holding their opponents down a little bit more in the points per ball game. In the last couple of games, they've held their opponents to about 63.5 points per game, and that's much better than the 70.2 points per game on the season that they've been holding them. If there's a weakness for Wichita State, other than the fact that they don't steal the ball very often, I don't consider that a weakness because they've never been really good at stealing the basketball, but it's their three-point defense, and I think with Marcus McDuffie back, that three-point defense is going to be a little bit stronger. The other thing would be their turnover total is not real big, but it's a little higher than it has been, and it is more than their opponents, which has been really unusual in recent years. And I think that's something they'll get corrected as well. A lot of it has to do with decision-making. It's certainly not, they're not getting turned over because people are more athletic than they are and are just taken away from them or anything like that. So I think that's something that will improve. I agree with Dave. What he said about the defense will be the greatest area of improvement. And then as good as this team has been offensively, having Marcus McDuffie back when he's 100% and and in rhythm uh, just makes them almost devastating offensively with all the weapons they have. Yeah, the rhythm is going to be just that much better, Mike. And what you're seeing is they're starting to shoot the ball just a little bit better. Their combinations are a little bit stronger. And I just think as the season progresses, it's going to be like a vintage Greg Marshall team. They'll just continue to get stronger and better. All right, we have a phone call from Michael. Let's take that. Michael? Hello, how you doing? Good, hey, how Michael? are you? Pretty good. Hey, I have a, a question and a comment. My question is, um, is do you think Samaji Haynes-Jones will ever draw a charging foul this year? He seems to be really quick on the offensive end. But he doesn't seem to be able to keep his man in front of him on the dribble penetration. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that he'll improve on that. And then the other thing is my, my New Year resolution for the Shockers this year is that, is that uh, Ronald Nuger and um, Zach Brown get their mojo back and that the Shockers start playing better defense on the three line. Thank you. All good thoughts, Michael. Uh, good. You know, as, as far as Samaje, uh, you know, I wonder the, the requirements, the expectations on defense here are a little higher than they are at a lot of places, and, and certainly more than what typically players are expected to do in high school and junior college, and so I think it's still an adjustment period for him. But, yes, uh, with his quickness, with his athletic ability, I, I think certainly he will continue to get better at keeping his man in front of him. And since you brought up Samaje, you know, he's had some tremendous games. They've tended to be more here at home than on the road. I thought Saturday, you know, he played a couple of good games in a row, and then Saturday he just looked tentative and, and nervous. And I think that's just something he's going to have to play through and will. That's another place where this team can show significant improvement. I think he's just going to keep getting better and better as he gets more experience, more used to being at this level, and, and just more confident. 
he is so talented and so quick, lightning quick, that he's been able to get by on his talent, although his fundamentals are pretty good. But he hasn't had to really work as hard, even though Steve Eck is an excellent coach, hasn't had to work as hard on the basics of defense because he's been able to get by on his quickness and, and his intuition. Um, he's going to have to learn to be a little bit better in a team defense concept. And then, I think Michael is right, I think then he'll start drawing a few charges. Uh, Michael mentioned Rano Nerger, and we had an earlier question about Rado, and we didn't answer it. So, and it wasn't intentional. I just forgot to address it. So, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, the interesting thing is, Rano hasn't even been getting in as much, and I don't think it's anything that he's done in the particular games. He just hasn't played many minutes. I just think probably it's something that's transpired in practice where he's not playing as well or somebody's moved past him. And believe me, that has a lot to do with playing time. There's as much decided about how they've looked in the last couple of practices than how they played in the last game. And so it may just be that. I think part of it for a while has been the fact that Darrell Willis was playing better and better and playing more minutes, and some of that came off of Rano's time. So it's just been a combination of things. I think Rano's still going to be an important contributor, but right now he's just not in the mix as much. Well, he has such a nice history of being able to compete at a very, very high level. He's not getting the minutes. He's only been averaging six minutes a game in his last three ball games, and on the season he averages 16 minutes a game. That's even gone down in the last two games. It's four minutes a game. Part of that is because you've got uh, players that are playing so well. I mean, heaven's sakes, Willis is just playing off the charts. Um, although Shaq isn't playing quite as well, and some of those minutes should be available to Rano. Hopefully we start to see him get a few more minutes, and he'll recapture the confidence that he has shown over the last year and a half or so. Remember the day after any Shocker win, it's a party at Dad's Locker Room. Depending on how many points the Shockers score, you can save 10, 25, even 40% off all Shocker merchandise. Shocker fans all over are proud to say, I got it at Tad's. Tad's Locker Room, East and West. We've got a couple of tweets to get to. We'll certainly take more phone calls as well at 869-1037. On Twitter, it's at Shocker Voice. We'll be back on the Intrust Bank pregame show. Hello, Shocker Nation. This is Cindy Carnahan with the Carnahan Group at JPY Gannon Sons. For the past 40 years, the Carnahan Group has been helping the great people of Wichita buy and sell homes, helping with first home purchases, patio homes, and everything in between. Whether you are trading up or paring down, we want you to call on us. Let us put our vast experience, our robust marketing, and our proven systems to work for you. Whether big or small, our service is the same. I promise. It's time to go inside the numbers with BKD CPAs and advisors. BKD has proudly served the Midwest for more than 90 years. Your team values excellence as much as ours, and we're your biggest fans. As you look toward continued growth and profitability, BKD has the bench strength and resources to help you develop a winning strategy. Everyone needs a trusted advisor. Who's yours? Go to BKD.com and go Shocks. Shocker fans, prepare to be shocked. Tallgrass Country Club, our local favorite golf course since 1981, has something new to show you. The new local owners have already started adding new Zoisha fairways to the golf course and plan to start on a new 24-hour fitness center. Memberships start as low as $39.99 per month. A 24-hour fitness center, free golf on Mondays, and pool access plus mention this ad and get your first month free. I know, it's shocking. Tallgrass is also the perfect spot for your next private event. From fundraisers to weddings, their expert staff is ready to exceed your expectations. Play where the Shockers play. 
and join the new Tallgrass Country Club today. About a decade ago, the government changed the rules for the type of coolant approved for air conditioners. So if your system is 10 or more years old and you have a problem, it could cost you over $1,000 just to replace the coolant. Faunastock has a better option. Have one of their comfort consultants come out and check your system. And if it qualifies, they'll give you up to $1,800 in trade for a new energy-efficient model. That's a win-win. Call Faunastock for details. 943-COOL. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Agent Sean Chapman, Ron Woods, Kerry Mock, Alex Acosta, in Valley Center, Tim Dink, or in Andover, West Sawyer. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Welcome back. We have calls. We have tweets. We have an update. Connie, thank you. She says Malcolm is in Greece. Nice place to oh, be. Oh, wow. Good, Carl, good is, Carl is in Korea. And I thought he went somewhere in Asia from Canada. That's a short-term contract, apparently. Takeo has signed with the team in Russia, but is still recovering from that injury. And Shadrach Lufiel is playing in Chile. And that was something, I think, that he just hooked up. He was... <laughs> looking for uh, looking for an opportunity, so good for him. Good to hear. Thank you, Connie. Uh, we have a call from David next. David, go right ahead. Yeah, thanks for taking the call. Uh, I heard that Gene and uh, Peter in town. Are you going to be able to have a chance to get them on the radio or maybe some sort of conversation? I uh, just see, know there's a lot of soccer fans like to hear from them. I'll hang up and listen to your reply. Thank you. I, I ha- I, I'm aware that they're supposed to be here. I haven't had any contact from anybody more specifically about that, so I doubt that we will have a chance to do any interviews, but uh, certainly I know fans will look forward to seeing them here. I saw them interviewed on Channel 12. It played this morning. Um, they both looked good. Uh, Will Kunkel did the interview with them. It was a good interview. I think Cheese spends a lot of time here and may have even he relocated here. Now. Yeah, relocated here. here. Uh, I don't know for sure what Gene was doing back, but they were so complimentary of Wichita State's program and the coaching staff, as you would expect them to be. We'll try to get Cheese on sometime for sure, because like I say, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's living here now, I so. and I've seen him out here at practices a couple of times and things. And we've got Walt on the phone. Walt? Hey, thank you. I just had one quick question. I've often wondered uh, if he would share with us uh, the type of uh, travel that you and the team go or use for commercial or, or charter or whatever, but I know it's uh, just interesting how you all travel. And thank you. Virtually everything except for, for instance, the travel to Hawaii, something of that extent, uh, is chartered. And uh, that's a, it's a great way to go. Uh, normally, typical trip, we will leave late afternoon, the day before the game. So we get into whatever city. The team will practice here first. We'll get into whatever city, go to dinner, and then the team will have maybe some video and then go to bed. Uh, we come back right after the game, and so they're back here. Most nights you're going to be back home in your own bed by midnight or whatever. Now, wow. some with this conference, that's going to change some. Some of that's going to be some of the weeknight games on the road. It's going to be later getting back. But still you're back and have an opportunity uh, for them to get up and go to class the next day. Uh, you're back with more of a full day at home each day instead of spending half the day getting home on a commercial flight or flights. So that's that's the way we travel virtually everywhere now. The only drive trips, bus trips, will be something pretty short, like Tulsa will be a bus trip. Uh, when Wichita State went to Missouri State, four hours, that was a bus trip. But anything beyond 
beyond that, they probably would fly. Not just tolerable, as you would hope that it was back in the day when we were traveling commercial and it would take three days per ball game, but actually pleasurable with good people, nice accommodations, short flights. Well, we are out of time. We are going to have a little earlier tip than expected, so we need to be moving on to the Greg Marshall pregame interview, Dave's winning strategies and more. So stay with us. We will continue from Coke Arena on the Interest Bank pregame show as Wichita State plays host to Houston. Is the cold air making you shiver? Even indoors? Call the pros at Comfort Systems. They can tune up your old furnace or install a new Linux system. Heat your home now and pay over time with six-month financing. You can count on Comfort Systems for all your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing needs. Call for a free in-home estimate at 265-7831 or visit them online at comfortsystems.net. Comfort Systems is a proud sponsor of Wichita State Shocker Basketball. It's Warm Hearts, Warm Home. Congratulations to Lori Tyler. She won a new train high-efficiency gas furnace. Oh, my God. Thank you. It's, oh, yes, it's wonderful. I just shake it. I'm real excited. It's really nice. I've been cold. Warm Hearts, Warm Home. From Intercom Communications, Dance Heating and Cooling, KSN News 3, and Train. It's hard to stop a train. This is Dean with Christian Youth Theater Wichita, inviting you to join our after-school theater program. Acting, dancing, and singing classes are available for students 5 to 18. Students 8 and older enrolled in classes may audition for a spring production of Hello, Dolly. Register now at cytwichita.org or by calling 682-1688. At CYT, we're glad that Intercom cares. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Agent Gerald Amato, Chris Post, Sammy Odeny, Angela Valentine. In Augusta, Dylan Hartnett, or in Hayesville, Forrest Hummel. Wichita State University Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Welcome back to Coke Arena. Think about this. Filling your plate with vegetables and leafy greens may help fuel your body for better workouts. That's today's Healthy Shockers tip brought to you by United Healthcare and the Real Appeal program. Learn more at realappeal.com. And the Coach's Corner with Head Coach Greg Marshall is presented by Express Employment Professionals on a mission to put a million to work. Coach, coming off the win at UConn, having had a chance to really break everything down, would you say it was one of your best defensive performances start to finish this season? Yeah, I think um, just in terms of points allowed, uh, what, 62? I told, I think we talked about it right after the game, Mike. If you, we, can, we can give up 62. We can usually find a way to scratch out 63 with this group. So it was good. Uh, you know, we played pretty hard. We rebounded well. Uh, what were plus 13 or 15, something like that. And in, in the end, uh, on the road, uh, in, a, in a tough environment, sellout crowd in Hartford, I thought we played very good defense. Have you seen signs through that game and even before it, some of the things you've been working hard on, communication and things on defense, are getting better day to day? Yeah, we, we, you know, you gotta, you can't be too complicated. We, we're, we're, we've got a, a pretty solid principles in our base and and we get too complicated and try to do too much that's when mistakes occur and we learned that in the in the Oklahoma game and you know every year you try to stretch it because there's certain things the coaching staff and the game plan says well this will really help us if we can if we can tweak this and then maybe over here when this happens we can tweak that and in the end you just confuse everybody so we've got to try to not do that and um, just get everybody playing with their hair on fire which we're going to need to do tonight. Really good team from Houston coming in tonight, and how will they challenge that defense? Oh, they're just 
they play so hard and so they're so tough and so well coached and I mean they've got really good players mostly juniors and seniors so it's going to be a, a very good challenge for us I mean th- th- this is a great team this is what the the American Athletic Conference uh, joining that league has has brought to us a team that's of a potential NCAA tournament at large team team that beat the crap out of Arkansas. I mean, Arkansas was down 30, and Arkansas is really good this year. And Houston just basically, Arkansas said no moss. Houston was so good in that game, and they've beaten Providence on the road, and just a, a very talented team that doesn't beat itself. We're going to have to uh, play play very well, and and tonight is one of those nights. The team that performs the best in this particular game will win. You have faced a lot of really good guards this year, guys who are not only capable of scoring but, but assist their teammates a lot as well. And does Rob Gray fall into that category? Yeah, he's he's a really good player. You know, I, I, I hope he's not Trey Young, uh, but I think he's a very, very, very talented player. He, it, I've, I heard somewhere by the time he's done this year, assuming he's not injured and everything stays the way it's been, he will be the all-time leading scorer in the league's history. So, I mean, right, that right there says a guy can put the ball in the basket. Loves to get fouled, drives hard, especially right. Pretty good shooter. The um, guy that, you know, we have to be very cognizant of, but they've got other guys. Davis can really shoot. Both Davises. The guard Davis and then the forward Davis. And then they bring Brooks off the bench who really shoots it. I mean, those guys are strokers. This is a team that lost... Uh, statistically 58% of its rebounding from last year, but they're out-rebounding people by nine a game. They've added some guys that seem to really be helping them on the boards. Yeah, uh, Brady's really tough, and they've got some other... Davis is a transfer, we mentioned, from Indiana. Uh, They've got some really talented players, and and they play hard, and they're well-coached. I mean, Coach Sampson, I've known him for many years, and uh, he just does a very good job of coaching his team, and they don't beat themselves. Well, as you said, this is what you joined the American for. Great challenge tonight. Absolutely. Should be a great game, wonderful atmosphere, and hopefully the Shockers play well. Shocker head coach Greg Marshall, Wichita State, and Houston coming up in a good one from Coke Arena. Meet Lauren Askinosi of Askinosi Chocolate. Our dream is to make chocolate that not only tastes good, but does good. We source our cocoa beans directly from small farmers and share the profits back with them. At American Family Insurance, we believe your dreams are the most valuable things you will ever own. So today, we're supporting Lauren's dream. If people want to get involved, they can just buy some of our chocolate. Every dream deserves a champion. Find yours at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. American Family Mutual Insurance Company and its affiliates. 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. Whether you're looking for the perfect power suit or just a great pair of jeans and shirt to wear to watch the big game, you need to head to Johnston's. Offering the very best in contemporary men's clothing and a friendly, experienced staff to help, you're sure to find something to fit you and your style. And right now, you can save up to 50% on all outerwear, including leather jackets, top coats, and overcoats. Be at the top of your game this season with Johnston's at 21st in K96. Number one soccer mom, plus three-day tournament, times 22 kids all chasing one ball, and a ref who's overwhelmed equals... Oh, penalty! Come on! Laryngitis. You can't control the game, but with United Healthcare, you can have better control of your care. With a mobile app that helps you find a local doctor and has your digital ID card for easy access. Learn more at UHC.com. United Healthcare. Service is not available for all plans. This is Sam with Christian Youth Theater Wichita, inviting you to CYT's production of musical classic Annie, January 25th through 27th. 
Advanced ticket sales are $12 to $15 each, or $2 extra at the door. So get your tickets early. Please call the office to ask about our group rates. Get your tickets by visiting CYTWichita.org or by calling 682-1688. At CYT, we're glad Intercom cares. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see agent Jared Crawford, Sandra Means, Fern Harding, Mike Rogers. In Newton, Ken Hall, or in Mulvane, Kirk Farber. Tupper, good, Zach Brown for three. Looks inside, lobs to Morris, turn around from eight feet, good, Zach Morris. It's time for Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN. Quick three, good for Landry Shannon. With the call of the game, here's the voice of the Shockers, Mike Kennedy. Welcome back to Charles Koch Arena, AAC home opener for the Shockers, first of all time as the Shockers host Houston, interestingly enough, first ever American Conference home game. But hardly the Shockers' first home matchup or or conference matchup with the Houston Cougars. They were co-members of the Missouri Valley Conference for 10 years, from 1950-51 through 1959-60, but have played only three times since then over the last 57 years. Dave Dahl has the winning strategies for tonight's game, brought to you by Capital Federal. First home, new home, dream home. You can trust the strength behind True Blue Financing. Capital Federal, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Well, thank you, Michael. Winning strategy number one in tonight's game is 15 feet to paradise, or at least the distance from the free throw line to the winner's circle. The Cougars average just half a point more from the free throw line than Wichita State, but WSU is 2-2 two and two when their opponents attempt more free throws than they do, and the Shocks are 1-2 and two when they commit more fouls than their opponents. In both their losses, the Shockers were outscored from the line, and Houston was outscored significantly from the line in both of their losses. So the team that scores the most free throws seems to have an edge tonight. Winning strategy number two, there won't be any low-hanging fruit tonight. There's not going to be any easy rebounds. So whichever team can be most dominant on the board should win the game. WSU. Now the fourth leading rebounding team in the country. They out-rebound their opponents by 11.6 a game, but the Cougars aren't too far behind. They're a plus nine rebounds per game this year. More recently, the Shocks haven't been doing as well. They've only out-rebounded their opponents by three per game in three of their last four games. But last Saturday, Wichita State breaks out and out-rebounds Connecticut by 13. And Houston has been out-rebounded only once this year. LSU, LSU beats them by 13. Rebounding edge is important. Winning strategy number three, one of the three Musketeers has to ride to the rescue tonight. Rano Nurger, he's only three of nine from the field in three of his last four ball games. Last three, he has zero rebounds. Jack Morris is nine of 32 from the field for 28.1% in four of his last five ball games and in his last four games, pulling down just 3.3 rebounds per game. And Marcus McDuffie, he's still getting his feet wet. He's only 2 of 10 from the field. At least one of them has to play well tonight, and they're all capable of playing very well. Winning strategy number four, at the risk of repeating myself, Davis is playing exceptionally well for Houston. And once again, Davis is playing exceptionally well for Houston. And that's not redundant because there are two Davises that play for Houston, and they're both playing very well. Corey Davis is a 6'1 junior. He's averaging 14.6 points per game in seven of his last eight ball games. 
and not to be outdone, Devin Davis, a six foot six inch senior, is averaging 17.3 points per game in seven of his last eight ball games. And when you add Armani Brooks, the 6'3 sophomore, to that Davis sandwich, and he's averaging 16 points a game over the last four games, you understand why the Cougars are 12 and 2. They're going to have to neutralize at least one of them and hold Rob Gray in check. That's a tall order. Finally, winning strategy number five, when you mix experience and know-how with unquenchable desire to win, it makes for a lethal combination. Greg Marshall has it. Wichita State players have bought in. Houston coaches uh, Kelvin Sampson has it, and now the players are finally catching fire with Houston. But I'll show you how important this game is to Sampson. They play in an 8,100-seat facility as their Houston campus facility is being renovated. It's called the Health and Physical Education Center. They have been offered the opportunity to play Wichita State at Toyota Arena, 18,100 seats. It would mean $250,000 to Houston University. And Calvin Sampson said, I'm not going to do it because I think I have a better chance of beating Wichita State <laughs> in the health and physical education facility. That's how important and how competitive he is. But nobody's more competitive than Greg Marshall. You know, we've talked a lot about the Shockers rekindling this relationship with Houston and later with Cincinnati and Memphis. It's all been part of the Shocker tradition and another fine tradition of one of our fine pregame sponsors, Jabara's Carpet Outlet and Flooring Center. They've been in business in Wichita for almost 40 years, family owned and operated, and because it is a family business, it's so important that they give you great service and they really take pride in doing that. I've had a couple of personal experiences with Jabara's. Couldn't have been any better. The way you're treated, the quality of the merchandise, the price you get for the quality merchandise from start to finish, it's a great experience. When you need flooring, go to Jabara's at 1816 North Broadway. The injury report is brought to you by OptiLife. Your life, your journey, your optimal you. It seems like in most recent games we've had somebody to talk about on the injury report for one team or both, but both of these teams are healthy. Houston's at pretty much full strength. Chris Harris Jr., a 6'10 sophomore, missed six of the first seven games with a foot injury, but he's played in the last five straight, so that gives them another big guy up front. They've gotten healthy recently. Uh, also for Wichita State, of course, the big uh, injury news there was Marcus McDuffie coming back two games ago, played uh, nine minutes in the Florida Gulf Coast game took that up a notch in the uh, Connecticut game, but still obviously wasn't 100% in terms of game readiness and rhythm, and we'll see if he can uh, take it another step, especially offensively here tonight. Well, Marcus is going to be a difference maker, Mike, and I think it's going to be sooner rather than later. Being out for as long as he was out, recuperating from that broken foot, is very difficult to do. But Wichita State has played much better defensively over the last two ball games. That's due in part because of Marcus McDuffie. All right, that's about how we expect it to go tonight. Starting lineups coming back, uh, coming up in just a moment. And we want to remind you the Shockers have two games at home this week, Houston tonight, and then the University of South Florida, USF, on Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock, back on the road next week for two at East Carolina and Tulsa. Whenever the Shockers are on the road, the official watch party location is Dino's. Grill and Tap works at the southeast corner of 21st and Webb. 
Come by during all the watch parties for your chance to win a trip for two to the AAC tournament in Orlando, courtesy of Eisenhower National Airport and Dino's Grill and Tap Works, your official watch party location for Shocker basketball. Shockers back on the floor. They'll be in white tonight. Letters and numbers in black, trimmed in yellow. Houston in red. And their letters and numbers in white. And the first appearance in this arena for a Cougars team since the 2004-05 NIT. And the Shockers beat the Cougars here on that occasion. A team coached by Mark Turgeon playing in its third straight NIT that went on to also defeat Western Kentucky and then lost an epic game at Vanderbilt that Dave and I had a chance to cover and saw two of the most incredible plays back-to-back in the last five seconds of that game that you'll ever see any in any well a, a couple of tremendous free throws and you understand that when the second free throw was made the game is over for all practical purposes and yet they had to go the full length of the court basically in what was it three seconds 1.3 seconds the inbounds play comes in there are several dribbles that are taken the ball is launched and the euphoria that we all felt just took us right back down to earth and through the earth as Wichita State loses the ball game. It all started with that win over Houston here. That's the last time the two teams have played. So first meeting in 13 years, only the third in the last 57 years. But it will start coming much more frequently. These teams will play each other again on January the 20th in Houston. And so we look forward to getting this relationship and this rivalry going. And this team is not predicted to finish higher than fourth this year in this conference. And if this is a team that's projected to be fourth, this is a very, very tough conference. As it is. And right now they they are the fourth-ranked AAC team in terms of the Ken Pomeroy power rankings and those types of things. They're a top 35 to 38 team, which should make them an NCAA at large if they can maintain it. And now... Our national anthem played by the Shocker Basketball Band and sung by the 10,000-plus in attendance. Anthem here at Charles Koch Arena. Wichita State and the Houston Cougars about to get it underway. The second AAC game for the Shockers, the third for Houston. Houston is off to a 2-0 start in the league. In those two ball games, they defeated USF at home 79-60 and then 
beat Temple by a score of 76-73. Let me correct that they were at USF in their first game home against Temple. Wichita State, of course, open conference play Saturday with a 10-point win over Connecticut in Hartford. Going into tonight, Tulsa is 3-0, Houston and SMU 2-0, Wichita State and Cincinnati both 1-0 in conference play. Starting lineups are presented by Equity Bank, where you never pay an ATM fee. Be sure to visit them online at equitybank.com. First for the Houston Cougars, Devin Davis, a 6'6", 225-pound, fifth-year senior from Indianapolis, 11.9 points per game, 6.8 rebounds. Chris Harris, who I mentioned earlier, missed some games early with an injury, getting a start tonight, only averaging seven minutes a game in seven games, 2.4 points per game. Corey Davis, the other Davis in the starting lineup. And I keep forgetting, they're going to turn the lights out on me here. Corey Davis is a 6'1 junior from Lafayette, Louisiana. Junior College All-American at San Jacinto a year ago, averaging 11.1 points per game, shooting 43% from three. Galen Robinson has gone past 300 assists in his career in his junior season. A 6'1 junior, hometown product from Houston. Not a big score, four and a half points per game that averages 3.9 assists. And Rob Gray, returning all-conference player, 6'1", fifth-year senior from Forest City, North Carolina. Played one year at Howard Junior College. He's in his third year at Houston. Scored over 1,000 points in the last two years. And so far in his senior season, averaging 19 points, 3.4 rebounds, 3.2 assists. He's a 47% shooter, 38-plus from three, and over 85% from the free-throw line. Really one of the best all-around players in the league, and in the league's brief history could end up being the all-time leading scorer in his career. That's amazing, and he's been in double figures all but one game this year, and it was the last game out against Temple. He had only eight points. And now the Shockers, and their lineup is pretty much what you've been used to most of the year. Richard Kelly at the power forward, 6'7", senior from Fredericksburg, Virginia. 5.9 points per game, 8.2 rebounds. He is 10th in the nation in offensive rebounding at almost four per game, coming off a tremendous double-double at UConn. The other forward is Zach Brown, a 6'6 senior from Houston, playing against his hometown school. 4.3 points per game, 4.3 rebounds, a lockdown defender who we might see on Gray, maybe on uh, Corey Davis early in the ball game. We'll see how they match him up. The center is Shaquille Morris, 6'8", fifth-year senior from Edmond, Oklahoma, 11.8 points per game, 4.8 rebounds. And guards are Connor Frankamp, 6'1", fifth-year senior from Wichita North, 11.5 points per game. And Landry Shamit, the redshirt sophomore from Kansas City, Missouri, 6'4", 17 points per game, 4.7 assists. He's one of the top five three-point shooters in the country, shooting 529 from beyond the arc. And we understand that there is at least one and maybe a couple NBA scouts here, and they're concentrating on Landry Shamit and Rob Gray, that's for sure. Shockers in white, the Cougars in red. Chris Harris will jump center for Houston. 
And for Wichita State, Shaquille Morris. Shaq usually throughout his career has controlled the opening tip, but has given up a few lately. Doug shows Terry Oglesby, Mike Nance, tonight's official, shows in the air, and the tip controlled by Shaquille Morris into the backcourt. Wichita State has it first. Tonight's game brought to you by Comfort Systems. Shamit, high post left elbow to Kelly. Looks for a back door over to Shamit right wing. Shamit. Based up on Davis at the edge of the free throw circle. Fran Camp to Morris. A cut underneath by Shem. First layup with the left hand. Rolled over the edge of the rim and scores. Set play and they run it so quickly, Mike. It's hard for the defense to react. Shocks out in front. 2-0. Houston's first possession of the game on the right wing. It went to Corey Davis. Back out front. Rob Gray uh, the high post. Between the leg dribble by Galen Robinson. Right wing. Corey Davis. Back to Robinson. Tries to penetrate a little bit. Bounces down to Gray. Gray is being guarded by Zach Brown. Seven to shoot. Left corner. Robinson for three. Bounces out. Rebound Shaquille Morris. They want Robinson absolutely. taking as many shots as possible. Probably the, the shockers. Worst, the absolutely. The worst shooter on this ball club filled with very good shooters. Off the right side of the lane. Kelly facing the lane. Looks inside. Nothing there. Out front to Zach Brown. Swings it to Frankamp. Twisting jumper at the free throw circle. Good. A 17-footer right over Rob Gray. And the Shockers two guards have put them up 4 nothing. Lightning quick release on Frankamp allows him to get his shot off without any problem. Robinson in the front court. Looked to Kelvin Sampson on the bench for the call. Wanted to get it to Devin Davis. He was shadowed by Kelly. Went left wing back to Robinson in front. Stops at the top of the key. Backs it up. Shot clock down to 11. Working off the ball screen. Gives it up right wing. Devin Davis clearing through, down the lane on Kelly, a little underhand finger roll, nice move by Devin Davis for Houston's first two. Very athletic. Davis is playing exceptional basketball, Mike, and that's because offensively he's such a threat. Pass underneath to Morris, this to reverse late with the left hand, ball knocked out, last touch by Houston, will stay with the Shockers, who will get into 30. Not quite two minutes gone. Wichita stayed out in front, 4-2 with the ball underneath their own basket. Shaq paying a little bit more attention to the uh, block shot rather than the uh, basket. A good pass into him from Kelly. He just couldn't finish. Shaq above the left elbow, holding, wants to get it to a guard. Gives it out front to Brown, over in the right wing to Kelly. Gets a 15-footer way off the mark, too hard, and out of bounds, last touch by Zach Brown. Kelly had an open shot, but just shot it way too hard, but clear over the basket to the opposite side. Well, he's scoring a pretty good uh, clip, Mike, but that's not where he's been scoring from in the last half dozen games. Robinson in the front court, gave it off to Davis. Now Corey Davis, back in the right wing to Gray, penetrating, dishes on the left baseline. Devin Davis flips it out front. Robinson trying to penetrate, steps back from 16 and hits. So Galen Robinson with his first two, ties it up at 4-4. Each team with a 4-0 run. Gray gets up in the air uh, as he passes the ball. Now he's tied for first on this team with turnovers of 26, not an inordinate amount of turnovers for 14 ball games, but he finds himself leaving the floor and then passing. Frank Pat to Morris who gets the dunk. Chris Harris went for the steal and didn't get it, and that left Shaq wide open to turn and dunk it both hands. 6-4 Wichita State. Perfect pass, a bounce pass. Only Shaq could get his hands on it. Pass that front to Gray. Brown almost stole it. Now shadowing Gray as he dribbles right. Comes back left. Up the free throw line. Right wing to Devin Davis. Little shot fake out to Corey Davis. Corey Davis with nine to shoot. Picked up on a switch by Kelly. Step away from 14. Rattles it. 
Corey Davis with the step away jumper over Richard Kelly ties it at six apiece. This team shoots 48.2% from the field, Mike. They can put it away. Morris for three out front. Bingo. Oh, my. Wide open rainbow and Shaquille Morris with five. That's his first three in a few games with the Shockers lead 9-6. He had been only one of eight from the point stripe in his last five ball games. It's good to see him put that one away. First three for each team. Robinson goes left wing to Gray. Rob driving. Pulls up a little floating lane off the right side of the rim. Another strong rebound for Shaquille Morris. Outlets to Fran Camp. Connor along the right sideline into the front court. Middle of the floor to Morris at the top of the arc. Left wing Brown. Look to Kelly. Looks to Shamit. Cutting. Finds Shamit on the cut and he lays it in. He got, got a step on his man. Excuse me, Mike. And he got tripped. I thought he was going to go down. He maintained his footing. Was able to catch the pass. It was thrown perfectly for the easy basket. Shamit with two layups on nice cuts. The Shockers lead 11-6. to six. Robinson started right. Goes left. Pulls up from 15. Misses off the back. Rebound Kelly. Quick outlet to Shamit. Landry across the timeline, right side of the floor. Steps up and fires from three, short. Rebound Robinson for Houston. He'll bring it back up quickly the other way. To the top, right of the key, back out front. Devin Davis looking to drive it, does drive it. Runs into a lot of traffic, missed the shot. The foul may have been before the shot. Foul's going to be on Connor Frankamp, called for the block. And it will be two shots when we come back. Timeout with 15.34 to go in the first half. Quick start for both teams. Wichita State leads Houston 11-6. Commitment makes Kansas workers among the best anywhere. Their commitment shows as they craft high-precision tools, create customized, energy-saving windows, and keep power flowing across Kansas. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas helps companies support their employees' wellness, helping them stay healthy while they're engineering, innovating, and lighting the way to our state's future. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas. Commitment. Compassion. Community. Shocker fans, prepare to be shocked. Tallgrass Country Club, our local favorite golf course since 1981, has something new to show you. The new local owners have already started adding new Zoisha fairways to the golf course and plan to start on a new 24-hour fitness center. Memberships start as low as $39.99 per month. A 24-hour fitness center, free golf on Mondays, and pool access plus. Mention this ad and get your first month free. I know, it's shocking. Tallgrass is also the perfect spot for your next private event. From fundraisers to weddings, their expert staff is ready to exceed your expectations. Play where the Shockers play and join the new Tallgrass Country Club today. Plans are now underway for the 2018 Outdoor Living and Landscape Show, March 2nd, 3rd, and 4th at Century 2, and it continues to grow. The show is now in expo and convention halls, giving you even more room to showcase your products and services to thousands of consumers. If your business is landscaping, exterior lighting, lawn and tree care, or anything outdoor living, come be a part of the largest garden show in the state of Kansas. For sponsorship information or to reserve your booth space, call 685-2121 or visit OutdoorLivingAndLandscapeShow.com. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Agent Brad Woody, John Green, Rich Hutfliss, Dusty Self, or an Eldorado Rebecca Shum or Stephanie Thomas. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Kind of basketball that's fun to watch. 15-34 to go first half. The two teams have combined for 8 of 14 shooting. No turnovers either way. Wichita State shooting five of eight from the field, one of two from three. Houston's three for six from the field, missed their only three-point attempt, and they will be going to the line when we come out of the timeout, shooting the first free throws to be attempted in the game. Five assists for Wichita State. The Shockers are number uh, 
two in the conference in assists, 19th in the country in assists. They average um, 17.9 assists per ball game, Mike, and that's one of the reasons that they're shooting a pretty good percentage is they get good shots off of those nice passes. Zach Brown with three assists already. That's halfway to his career high. Wichita State will have the same group out there. It's Shamba, except for, sorry, Daryl Willis has checked in for Shaquille Morris. Shaq off to a good start with a team-high five points. It'll be Willis, Kelly, Brown, Shamit, and Frankham. Devin Davis's free throw rolls in. You know, he's not a good free throw shooter, just over 61% for the season. But in seven of his last eight ball games, he's heated up. 18 of 21, missed only three free throw attempts. He's connecting on 85.7% of his free throws. And that one's also good. So Devin Davis with four to now lead Houston. They had had three players with two points apiece. Wichita State with the lead, 11-8, and with the ball. Into the front court, Shamit, left wing to Brown. Looks high post to Willis, who was covered. Back out front to Shamit. Gives it up to Kelly at the top, over on the right wing to Frankamp. Dribbles to the top, looks left, bounce pass in the high post to Willis. Turns, looks, dribbles out of there, hands off to Shamit. Ten to shoot, Landry goes back door to the baseline and just fumbled it into the hands of Houston. Coming up with the recovery was Nura Zana, who just checked in in the post. He's a fifth-year grad transfer from LIU Brooklyn. Out front with it, Devin Davis. Dribble handoff to Corey Davis. Davis back on the right wing to Rob Gray. Gray off the screen, gives it to the screener, Zana. Right side of the lane, backing down Kelly, muscling his way in, tries to step through. Got it stripped, goes off his body out of bounds, and Wichita State will get it back. Very well defended by Richard Kelly. And he was really going no place with that shot. The problem was he got deep and he picked up his dribble, and then you're in real trouble. You're in no man's nap. Austin Reeves, Marcus McDuffie check in for Wichita State. Fran Camp and Kelly get a breather. Nice hand for Marcus McDuffie. Houston still has Robinson, Corey Davis, Devin Davis, Rob Gray, and the only other change so far for them, Mira oh, Zana in the post. There's one that they should be able to take advantage of. Uh, Marcus McDuffie doesn't have anybody tough on him at all. Marcus for three right wing, got hit oh, after my, the shot and made it. His There's first the... three-point basket in three games. Got knocked to the floor after he released it. He's got a chance for a four-point play. Catch and shoot quickly. His release is tough. It's hard to guard a guy that's 6'8", that's long, that can release that quickly and take the three-point shot. McDuffie's gone to the free-throw line only four times this season in the two games he's played, but he's nailed three of those. Foul was on Zana, trying to step out on the three-pointer. First foul on Houston. McDuffie with a chance for a four-point play. Converts, and the Shockers lead by seven. Of course, you probably could have called that before he released the ball. He's almost automatic on that free throw. Two trays now for the Shockers. None yet for the Cougars, who shoot 4-0-1 as a team from the three-point arc. Rob Gray beyond the top of the arc, off a ball screen. Drives it hard, picked it up. Good defense by Brown. Way out front it goes to Armani Brooks. Brooks driving late out on the right wing to Corey Davis. Driving it hard, throws up a runner, missed it. Fight for the rebound. Willis lost it off his fingertips out of bounds. It will stay with Houston. Although the pursuit for Wichita State on the boards has just been fantastic this ball game. If they don't get the rebound, they're getting their mitts on the ball. 
Armani Brooks just checked in for Houston, a 6-3 sophomore. Catches right wing, fires, missed off the back. He's a 47% three-point shooter. Rebound Shamit, ahead right wing to McDuffie, back to Shamit, off a ball screen, gives it to the screener Willis. Shot fake, looks to drive it, gives it in the corner to McDuffie. Three by Marcus, good again. Whoa. That ball barely moved the net. McDuffie off the bench has hit two for two from beyond the arc, and the Shockers lead by ten. And Kelvin Sampson... Once a timeout for Houston. 30-second timeout for the Cougars with Wichita State up 18-8 and 13.46 to go in the first half. Save 40% the day after any Shockers win at Tad's Locker Room, east or west. McDuffie instant goosebumps. All of a sudden, he's just putting it through the hoop, showing a lot of confidence, and I think more than anything, Mike, He's back in playing shape once again. In 25 minutes in his first two games, he had gone 2 for 10 from the field, 0 for 4 from 3. Both of his baskets came on a dunk and a layup, breaking the press at the end of the UConn game Saturday. Last season, 35.5% from beyond the arc. He wasn't fluid the first two ball games. And then remember, at the end of the game against Connecticut, he gets two baskets right at the end of the ball game. At least one of them was a dunk, and maybe the second one was a dunk also. And he seemed to gather his rhythm then. And even when he has been 100% in rhythm and playing, he's been a little streaky from beyond the arc. Usually when he makes a couple like that, it is trouble for the opposition the rest of the night. Well, he's never been hurting for any confidence, (laughs) but you can see the look on his face. He's saying, I'm back, baby, I'm back. Houston ball. In the front court, Corey Davis. High post to Devin Davis. Turns and faces on McDuffie. Drives him. Blocked, but a foul on Marcus. He got the ball up high from behind, but got him with the body a little bit underneath. First foul on McDuffie. Second team foul on Wichita State. A safe gamble for McDuffie. Thus far on the season, he didn't have any fouls in two ball games, and he did have one block. Now it's just evened out. Now he has one foul to go along with that one block. Devin Davis has shot the only free throws for Houston, going two for two. This one's up and bounces off. Dave just mentioned how well he's been shooting it lately from the line, but for the season... He is at 61.4, only 57.1 last season. This one's up. That one is good. Rattle a little, settled in. Just by the hair of your chin, Mr. Kennedy. Davis with five. Wichita State leads 18-9. Shamit in the front court. Near the right corner to Reeves. Down on the right block for McDuffie. Deflected away as that time Devin Davis fought around in front of McDuffie to get a hand in the passing lane. It's going to be Samaje Haynes-Jones checking in for the Shockers. Landry Shamit will go out. Greg Marshall getting a few more people in early than Kelvin Sampson is. Houston is like Wichita State. They're usually a, a pretty consistent nine-man rotation. Ball comes into McDuffie right baseline. Up on the wing to Reeves. Dribbles off a ball screen to the top. Back on the wing, McDuffie right side. Bounce pass. Tried to get it to the right block, and his own man dropped off of him, Devin Davis, and stole it. Gray into the front court, driving it on Brown, cuts him off, spins, can't get him off his feet, forces, and it bounces in, but that was really well defended by Zach Brown. Zach's doing an excellent job on Gray, and Gray just went down low and and threw that baby in. Haynes shows the top, drives the lane, throws up a runner, missed it, McDuffie fighting for the rebound, out of bounds off Houston, the Shockers will keep it. Pretty good drive by Samajay, but I think he unexpectedly got a second defender switching on him, and so he had to adjust the shot in midair, really didn't miss it by much. 
that time he was a little too deep and he didn't have a good angle to throw it off the board. Ball comes into Willis right side up on the wing to Haynes Jones. Samaje to Reeves cutting into the line. Oh, he couldn't get it off. Gets it over to Willis. He'll take a three right wing. Bounces short. Rebound to Devin Davis out to Gray for Houston. Gray driving it. Pulls up. Fires over Reeves. Off the back iron. Rebound. Zach Brown for Wichita State. Way up court to Reeves in the front court left sideline. Austin keeps his dribble. Going to fire a three, left elbow, good, nothing but net. Austin Reeves gets the Shockers their fourth tray, and they lead it 21-11. to 11. Hey, the Shockers have some really good free throw uh, shooters, Mike. 44.9% from the three-point stripe in four of their last five games. 12 of 25 against UConn on Saturday. Shot faked by Devin Davis, right baseline. Now back and down McDuffie, turn around, misses, rebound. Reeves and Willis fighting for it. Reeves won't let it go. Takes it away, brings it up court. Keeps his dribble at the top of the arc. Now drives it, spins out over to McDuffie. Shot fake in the lane. And it tried to make an ill-advised pass and fumbles it away to Rob Gray of Houston. Probably should have taken the shot there. Got a little too unselfish, made a bad pass. The adrenaline is pumping, Mike, and you just get flowing so hard. Gray driving, dished it out on the wing and misread the cut by uh, Corey Davis and threw it into the Shocker bench. So a Houston turnover, and we've got the under-12 timeout with 11.41 to go in the first half. It's Wichita State 21, Houston 11. Hi, this is Ashley Hayes, and I'm a full-time working mom of two. My husband and I spend hundreds of dollars a month at various places around Wichita to work out at because there's not one place that meets all of our needs. So to say we are thrilled that OptiLife will fill that void is an understatement. OptiLife encompasses everything in one place. Functional fitness, group exercise classes, yoga, heart rate-based interval training, and a spa. They even have childcare. Visit OptiLife at 21st and Webb or online at opti-life.com. How you doing there? Beautiful car, isn't she? Yeah, uh, what's the price? Yeah, 93 late nights at the office. Well, plus tax, of course. 93 late nights? My budget's more like 78. Oh, let me talk to the boss, see what I could do. While other insurance companies just see a car, we see something you've worked really hard for. So why not give it the protection it deserves? Well, now, he's never done this before, but he says I could do 90 late nights and some free air fresheners. Deal. State Farm. Call an agent today. You know the benefits of dental implants from Cambridge Family Dentistry. Well, now, Cambridge is giving you a very special offer, a complimentary exam and a 3D x-ray valued at $350. Two hours from start to finish, and I had six implants. It really didn't hurt. In retrospect, I would have paid double. Receive your complimentary exam and a free 3D x-ray now. Call 316-350-1100. At Cambridge Family Dentistry, you have something to smile about. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Agent Sean Chapman, Ron Woods, Carrie Mock, Alex Acosta, in Valley Center, Tim Dink, or in Andover, West Sawyer. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. 11.47 to go. First half, Wichita State 21, Houston 11. The Shockers shooting it very well. 8 of 13, 61.5%. 4 of 6 from 3. They've held Houston to 4 of 11. 0 for 2 from 3. And the Shockers are plus 4 on the boards at 8 to 4 so far. We've talked about the Shockers' depth, Mike. Their bench is outscoring Houston's bench 10 to nothing. And in the last four minutes, Houston, which started out three of six from the field, has hit only one of their last five shots. 
Shocker basketball after a Houston turnover just prior to the timeout. The lineup is Austin Reeves, Samaje Haynes-Jones, Shaquille Morris, and Richard Kelly are back in, and Marcus McDuffie stays on. Bringing it up, Haynes-Jones will be picked up by Robinson, who's back in the game for Houston, beats him down the lane and missed the layup. Made a great move and left the layup hanging, then McDuffie with the steal, foul, going to the basket. McDuffie, very lightning quick defensive effort. Houston getting the ball after the missed shot, nonchalant in getting the outlet pass. McDuffie anticipating, gets there, gets the ball, takes it to the hoop, now has a chance to score two for the Shockers from the free throw line. Wes Van Beck, who just checked in for Houston, picks up the foul. He's a 6'3 senior from Houston. Free throw by McDuffie, good. He's two for two from the line, has eight points to lead both teams. Two three-point baskets, two of two from the free throw line. Shockers by 11, and McDuffie can add one more. Boy, a really good move down the lane by Samaji Haynes-Jones and then just left the layup hanging on the edge of the rim. Second free throw, nothing but net. McDuffie with nine off the bench, and the Shockers lead it 23-11. to Full court pressure. Robinson gets it in to Brooks and back to Robinson. Good initial pressure by the Shockers. Now Robinson brings it up, guarded by Haynes-Jones. Standing dribble beyond the top of the arc. High post left elbow, handoff to Van Beck. Van Beck, good three-point shooter. Clears out White, oh. and then oh, Reeves broke that. up a dribble handoff, and they're going to call timeout. Van Beck was kind of trapped along the sideline, called a timeout, but Austin Reeves got between two Houston players, broke up the attempted handoff. 11.16 to go first half, 11 seconds on this possession, a 30-second timeout, second called timeout by the Cougars. How about this? If there's a statistic, toughness per pound, Austin Reeves has to be right there. <laughs> you know, and he seems to be getting a little stronger yes. this year after having gone through the surgery and so forth, so you hope that that's, that continues to be a gradual, ongoing thing where he gets stronger, can lift a little more, and continues to build up those shoulders. I never thought that he favored either shoulder. I never thought that he played it easy so he wouldn't get hurt but he's showing a lot more confidence in his physical ability despite the fact that he has a slight frame he plays like a much heavier player Houston ball in their front court 11 on the shot clock Fabian White Jr. a 6'7 freshman checked in at that last timeout. he's one of their front line guys along with Harris Robinson bounces left wing, step away jumper by Brooks, oh. and that was a tough shot over Reeves. It was well guarded, Armani Brooks with his first two. 47.9% from the three-point stripe on the year. He's just uncanny. Haynes Jones gives it to Morris at the top, right wing to Reeves. Austin off the screen, back to Morris, shot fake, pulls up from about 12 and hits. Shaquille Morris off to a good start. That's seven points for Shaq. And he has made three of four shots. His only miss was on a reverse layup that he left a little short. Well, if you're hitting that high of a percentage, Mike, you're going to be really hard to beat. The Shockers over 60% on the ball game. Brooks into the lane and kicks it on the wing. Van Beck, open three, missed it. And the rebound to Morris, who's had three really strong defensive rebounds, gives it to Haynes-Jones. And Samaji up across the timeline quickly. Looks inside, out front Morris. Shaq signals the offense, hands off to Haynes-Jones. Left wing, Reeves. Off the screen by Kelly, double team. Back to the screener, Kelly. He drives it, gets into the lane a little bit, back in front to Reeves. 12 to shoot, high post Morris at the foul circle. Drop, tried to drop it inside, deflected. McDuffie, fall away from 10, drills it. He is feeling it tonight. Tonight he looks like the Marcus Duffy who's never been away. He's got 11 in the first half. The Marcus McDuffie who went to the NBA tryout <laughs> camp this last summer and got high, high marks. 
27-13, Shockers. Brooks contested three short, and Kelly fighting for it, but saved by Van Beck. Tips it over to Brooks. He drives it up with the runner and floated it over Morris's outstretched hand for the basket. Too bad, Mike. Wichita State so aggressive that they lost that rebound. Haynes-Jones driving and draws a foul as Robinson didn't anticipate that extra gear, switched over late and ran into it. So Samaje draws Galen Robinson's first foul, third team foul. Big hand for Reeves, McDuffie, and Haynes-Jones as they go out. Shamit, Frankamp, and Brown all back in for the Shockers. One of the question marks is, how is Greg Marshall going to balance out the minutes? And he see- Quick Whoa. pass under to Shamit for the layup on the inbounds play. One of the problems you have if you man-to-man the inbounds pass, just very quick dump pass into Shamit, smartness there, and he, he puts it through with his right hand. Landry has six on three layups in the first half. Pass out front to Van Beck, almost stolen by Shamit. Van Beck recovers, resets, left side of the floor to Robinson above the arc. To the top, drives down the lane, throws it up on the run, missed it badly, rebound deflected, Recovered by Robinson, missed a little underhand flip. Fight for the rebound. Van Beck comes out with it for Houston. Way out front to Armani Brooks, and he didn't see the shot clock expire. No, he actually, he actually threw in a three from about 30 feet off the glass, but they had already waved that the shot clock had expired. Are they going to look? Ball I never so. hit the rim, and Houston never really lost possession of it. So there was never a reset. The officials are checking, but the red light was on, it appeared, before he let it go. If he if he gets it, that's a heck well, of a save because it was way out there near half court and went in off the glass. I don't even know why they're looking. They can just come over and ask because you saw it. <laughs> I'll be happy to tell them that it was too late. Well, if, if it stays as is, it's 29-15 shockers. If it ends up counting, it's 29-18 but Wichita State really defending well. They've held Houston to 6 of 17 so far, 35%, including 0 for 4 beyond the arc, and a couple of those makes have been really difficult shots. Brooks on a floater over Morris. We're looking at the uh, monitor here that the TV has to our left. It looks like it was good. No, shot clock violation. All right, Shocker basketball leading by 14, 29-15. Saw the red light come on. It didn't look like it was out of his hand. He was just going up in the air. So the Shockers with a 14-point lead and the ball. Landry Shamit will bring it up. Slowly across the timeline, right wing to Shaquille Morris. Out front to Kelly. Left wing, Brown. Down on the block, Uh. intended for Morris. Ball got deflected away. Recovered by Shamit and a foul on Houston. Van Beck twice now has kind of been in the wrong place at the wrong time. Ball got deflected once to McDuffie and he just stepped the turn and stepped into him. Same thing happened there. Shamit made a great save on a deflection and Van Beck just inadvertently stepped right into him and commits his second foul. I thought that uh, Houston's gotten some of the 50-50 balls off of missed shots down here on their end but that definitely was a 50-50 shot. Brandkamp drives, Whoa. pulls up and hits the jumper at the free throw line. Great move right up over the defender Rob Gray. Four for Fran Camp, and the Shockers lead by 16, 31-15. Who are you going to guard for the Shockers? They're all too hot. Left wing, Armani Brooks. Drives, pulls up from 15, bounces off, rebound Brown. Way up there to get it, contested, and they're going to call a foul on Houston's Devin Davis. 
And that's his first, the fifth team foul on the Cougars. Not many fouls on either team starting out. At one point, Wichita State had two to Houston's one. Since then, the Shockers have not been whistled again. Four fouls during that time on the Cougars. Rob Gray back in the ballgame, Mike. He's being frustrated by Zach Brown. Rob Gray, the leading scorer in the conference, just can't get an opening to score a basket. Shamit left elbow to Kelly, looking for the handoff to Frankamp. Connor down the right side of the lane, shovels underneath, and Morris missed the shot. Rebound Morris, back up with the jump hook. That missed, tipped out to Brown, out to Shamit. Three for Landry, good! Two misses in close for Morris, and the Shockers turn it into a three-point basket for Landry Shannon. Well, they got a couple more rebounds and three instead of two, so it worked out well. Corey Davis driving hard all the way under, shot partially blocked, but that's going to be a foul on Wichita State. Corey Davis will go to the line this time. Greg Morris, Craig Marshall congratulating his team as they come off. 7.59 to go in the first half. And a timeout with the Shockers leading Houston 34-15. to We'll be right back. Finding the right employee can be demanding. From recruiting to interviews, Express Employment Professionals does the work for you. We get to know your business and who you're looking for. Maybe you're looking for skilled labor or you're trying to find administrative help. Maybe you need an executive to join your team. Find qualified people and support using Express for all your staffing needs. Let us help. Express Employment Professionals is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Go to ExpressPros.com to find a location near you. And let's go down to the field for the call. After the play, it has been ruled this Kansas Lottery Chiefs instant ticket is a non-winning ticket. On further review, this ticket can be entered online for a chance to win one of eight Chiefs prize packages, including access to the penthouse suite during a 2018 Kansas City Chiefs game. Even further review shows you get a pregame stadium tour, draft day tickets, and much, much more. See KSLottery.com for details. Plans are now underway for the 2018 Outdoor Living and Landscape Show, March 2nd, 3rd, and 4th at Century 2, and it continues to grow. The show is now in expo and convention halls, giving you even more room to showcase your products and services to thousands of consumers. If your business is landscaping, exterior lighting, lawn and tree care, or anything outdoor living, come be a part of the largest garden show in the state of Kansas. For sponsorship information or to reserve your booth space, call 685-2121 or visit OutdoorLivingAndLandscapeShow.com. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Numbers are pretty much all good for Wichita State so far. 13 of 21 shooting, 62%, 5 of 7 from 3, 3 of 3 from the line. They've held Houston to 6 of 18, 33%. The Cougars are 0 for 4 from 3, and they are 3 of 4 from the line. Wichita State up on the boards, 12-8, only 3 turnovers to Houston's 4. And on points off turnovers, it's 8-2, Wichita State. Zero assists for Houston. Obviously, when you have only six baskets, you're not going to have too many assists. But Wichita State playing great defense, led by Zach Brown, who I think is playing superbly against Rob Gray. Jack Morris, Richard Kelly, Landry Shamit, Zach Brown, Connor Franca. For that matter, Shaquille Morris has done a really nice job of working and moving within the offense and making passes from the perimeter and that sort of thing. He's really playing with with good awareness tonight. Free throw by Corey Davis, good for Houston. 
Corey Davis is a good free throw shooter. He's made 22 out of 30 on the season. Coming off that game in Temple, he played pretty well, nine points, but never went to the free throw line once. And three tonight. That one's also good. He has four. Houston, five of six from the line. Corey Davis has been in double figures in four of the last five games, averaging 13.8 over those last five. Shamit brings it up with the Shockers leading by 17. Dribbles to the right wing, bounces the block. Morris spinning in there. Double team. Cross-court pass deflected and then knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Zach Brown. Shaq, I think, failed to see the double team coming quickly enough, and when he tried to pass out of it, he was sandwiched enough. The ball got deflected. Once you put the ball on the floor, Mike, and have to pick it up, you're in no man's land. It's nothing but trouble. Right wing Brooks down on the right side of the lane to Devin De- or to a White. Back out front to Brooks, hands it off to Rob Gray. Rob off a ball screen, cut off by Morris, comes back the other way, pulls up from 17, spins out, rebound Shaquille Morris over to Shamit. Landry up across the timeline. Shocker still up by 17 with the ball. 7.22 to go first half. Shamit cut off. His left wing to Kelly. Drives it in the lane. Stops. Cross court. Fran Camp right side. Gets the ball screen. Trying to get rid of it. Had it deflected. Saves it. Gets it back out front to Kelly. Richard with a handoff to Shamit. Three from way out front. Good by Landry Shamit. His release is lightning quick. When he comes off a screen, if there's just a little bit of daylight, it's impossible to get back on him to block that shot. Landry is five of six from the field, two of three from three. Backdoor cut, Gray got it in there. It was almost blocked by Brown, who didn't quite see the backdoor pass coming in time. It's fourth point for Rob Gray. Well, and he's been playing overplaying Gray, and that time it cost him. Shamit right of the key to Kelly, out front to Frankamp. Connor looking for Shamit, gets it to him left wing. Landry. Into the keyhole a little bit down the lane, out right side to Fran Camp, gets the three away, drains it right in front of the Houston bench. That will extend his school record streak to 35 games with a tray. He's got seven points, and the Shockers are up by 21 in the first half. Maybe the best offensive half we've seen thus far out of a Shocker team. Right wing Davis, right baseline. Devin Davis from 15 hits. Devin Davis with the jumper. He's got seven. And, of course, to put it in context, we mean this year, the best half of basketball we've seen by a Shocker team. Shabbat drives left off the screen, turns back right, gives it to Morris, three-pointer. That's good. Shaquille (laughs) Morris with his second three. It's one of those nights for the Shockers. Everything is going in. They lead 43-21. to They have made eight of ten three-point shots. Well, he's made more three-pointers in this ballgame than he has in the last five. Devin Davis right side driving. Knocked away by Shamit. Recovered by Frankamp. Shockers steal. Frankamp pushing it up court. Looking ahead. Long three. Good. He's 30 feet away on that one. That is a killer. This is just incredible. 30-second timeout, Houston. Wichita State is filling it up as good as you could ever ask a team to shoot it. They have made 68% of their 25 shots, 9 of 11 from 3, and they are leading 46-21. to And Houston is a darn good team, and they're a good defensive team. Wichita State has too many weapons, and I thought in large part it got started when Marcus McDuffie came in and ignited this ball club with two quick threes. This is a Houston team that has beaten an Arkansas team that has been ranked this year by 26, had them down by 30. An Arkansas team that handled pretty easily Oklahoma earlier in the season. 5.30 to go in the first half, and the Shockers already have 46 points on the board. 9 of 11 from 3. 
The lineup will have Daryl Willis, Marcus McDuffie, Connor Frankamp, Landry Shamit, and Ron O'Nerger in for the first time. For Houston, Robinson's back in. White is in. Corey Davis, Rob Gray, and Mirazana. Bringing it up, Rob Gray into the front court. Guarded by McDuffie now at the top. White turns, faces, hands it off to Robinson. Robinson starts left on the dribble at the top. Now back down the lane. Little twisting floater rolls out. Zana with the rebound for Houston, trying to clear it, and he looked like he traveled. Gets it in the corner to Corey Davis, out front to White. White trying to get it to Graham. McDuffie won't let him get the ball. Now a handoff to Corey Davis, driving it on Fran Camp. Steps back and fires and hits. Tough shot by Corey Davis. Gets him his fifth and sixth points of the game. And they just have to chip away. The emotion is so high. Fever pitched here by the fans. Shamit open three. In and out this time. It was wide open from the top, but just rattled in and out. Quick pass up court. Corey Davis is going to shoot the three in transition, and he hits. All of a sudden, you've got five quick points, and momentum has shifted to Houston. At the other end, McDuffie for three left wing. Air ball and the rebound to Houston. Corey Davis with it. A little bit of a quick shot that time. Shocker's still up by 20, but Houston with five straight points and another possession. Robinson in the keyhole. Over on the right wing to Gray. Tried to get by McDuffie, now does drive it, cut off, step away, little short rebound to Daryl Willis for the Shockers, clears to Frankamp. Well defended that time, maybe a little bump in there on Gray. Frankamp goes left, down the lane, all the way with the left-hander and rolls it in. You know, he's deceivingly quick, Mike, and when they're expecting him to pull up and take that jumper, he shifts to another gear, takes it all the way to the hoop for the left-handed layup. Four Shockers are in double figures in the first half, including Fran Camp with 12. The Shocks lead 48-26, 3.40 to go in the half. Robinson left block to White, back in his way in on Willis, back out to Robinson for three. That's good. Or is it a two? Just a two for Galen Robinson. He's got four. 7-2 7-2 run, though. 7-2 run for Houston. Shamit goes left off the screen. Now drives it hard. Cut off by White. And they're going to call the hold on White. Just got a little over-aggressive. Fabian White, a 6-7 freshman, picking up the foul. His first team's sixth. There will not be any free throws on this one. But the Shockers will have it out of bounds after the under-four timeout. 3.27 to go first half. And even with a... Little slight lull over the last couple of minutes. The Shockers lead Houston 48 to 28. Whether you're looking for the perfect power suit or just a great pair of jeans and shirt to wear to watch the big game, you need to head to Johnston's. Offering the very best in contemporary men's clothing and a friendly, experienced staff to help, you're sure to find something to fit you and your style. And right now you can save up to 50% on all outerwear, including leather jackets, top coats, and overcoats. Be at the top of your game this season with Johnston's at 21st in K96. AJ's Sports Grill at the Alley, 13th and Greenwich Road in Wichita is your new home for Shocker Coaches shows. Be sure to check out our all-new burger menu because Mondays are burger days at AJ's. And don't forget, Thursdays are buy one, get one free pizza day. Dine in only and excludes the Superdome. Join us for happy hour every day from 2 to 6 p.m. and 9 to 11 p.m. While you're here, ride the go-karts, take a turn in the laser maze, enjoy the game room, or bowl a couple games. AJ's Sports Grill at the Alley, home of the Superdome 29-inch pizza. Two locations in Wichita and one in Hutchinson. Proud supporter of Shocker athletics hey welcome to big box i'm looking for a new lg led and a real wood tv stand um the tvs are back there and the stands are 
over there. Are the stands real wood? Pretty near. What does that mean? Well, the plastic looks like wood, especially if you squint. Ugh. I should have gone to Hefner's. At Hefner TV, we not only sell the highest quality TV brands like LG, but we also have one of the largest selections of real wood entertainment furniture in the city. Hefner TV, we've got our roots in Wichita, not just our branches. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Agent Gerald Amato, Chris Post, Sammy Odeny, Angela Valentine, in Augusta, Dylan Hartnett, or in Hayesville, Forrest Hummel. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Over the last couple of minutes, Wichita State's incredible shooting, cooling off a little bit. Landry Shamit and Marcus McDuffie both missed three-point attempts. That still leaves the Shockers at 9 of 13 beyond the arc, just under 70%. 18 of 28 overall for 64%. Houston, however, has made its last couple of shots and gotten up to 42% for the night. One of five from three for the Cougars. Wichita State has a rebound edge of three and four turnovers to Houston's five. And five of those are offensive rebounds, which ups their shot total. They've made five of their last eight shots in the last four minutes. Shocker basketball, Samaje Haynes-Jones into Austin Reeves, left wing out front, McDuffie Willis at the right edge of the circle, gives it up to Haynes-Jones. Samaje gets a screen, gives it up. Goes left side to McDuffie. Off the left side of the lane to Willis. Double teamed out to Haynes-Jones. Over to Reeves. Right wing McDuffie. Eight to shoot. Marcus into the lane. Stumbled and fell. Saved by Willis. Little short jumper. No good off the back. Tipped up by Nerger. And they're going to call Rano for a push over the back. A good pursuit, though, by Rano. It's good to see that. He struggled a little bit in getting rebounds the last three ball games. He's been shut out. But I like the aggressiveness, the way he went after that rebound that time. His first foul, only the fourth team foul for Wichita State. Willis, McDuffie, and Nurger go out. Morris, Kelly, and Brown are back in. 3.04 to go, first half. Shockers by 20. Bounce pass, Kelly almost got to it, and then it is deflected by Haynes-Jones, saved by Devin Davis, and his bounce pass goes to Zach Brown, and he, tra- he double dribbled to travel. He in, yeah, he ran into Haynes-Jones. So that's one he should have just held on to for a moment, gathered himself, tried to put it on the floor, and ended up getting called for the travel. Great defense by the Shockers. Couple of near steals, and then finally on the save attempt by Davis, it was stolen by Brown. Devin Davis, right wing to Corey Davis. Way out front to Robinson. Robinson lobs high post. Devin Davis, cross right side to Gray, back to the middle. Cut off by Morris off the ball screen. Bounce pass, almost got away from Corey Davis. Step away, contested jumper, no good off the back. That's Rebound, it. Brown. Good defense by Austin Reeves on Corey Davis. Well, a hard shot. With If they're going to be putting up shots like that, Mike, they're conceding this game already to Wichita State. That was a horrible selection. Morris left block. Back to Kelly. Cutting the basket. He is fouled by Devin Davis on the shot. He'll go to the line for two. Davis arguing that he blocked the shot cleanly, and he may have, but the signal from Doug Shows was that he got him with an arm bar on the body probably before the shot. Two shots for Richard Kelly, 17 foul for Houston. If there is any area of Richard's ball game that could stand improvement, it's this one, it's shooting free throws. And he was really good at the start of the yes. year. Makes that one for his first point of the night. Well, he had been 5 of 13, 38.5% in his last five. He goes in streaks, and last year he ended up really shooting well from the free throw line. 50%, 11 of 22 over the last seven games, and he is still above 60 for the year, 62.2. That one's good. Both of those Both. look good. Sure they did. 
Richard Kelly with just the fourth and fifth free throws for the Shockers. They've made all five of them, and they lead 50-28. to 28. Driving it hard up court, Robinson stops right side of the key and then brings it back out front. 2.15 to go in the first half. Robinson dribbles right, handoff Whoa. to Corey Davis, and Robinson just leveled. Holy. Is that Reeves with that? Yeah, just he handed off and then just threw a forearm up under the chin of Austin Reeves and just leveled him onto the sideline. Austin gets up a little gingerly, but now smiling a little as he heads to the free throw line, or actually just down to the offensive end. It was a player control foul. bring charges against that guy. <laughs> Second foul on Robinson. They have three players now with two apiece. Reeves guarded by Corey Davis. Middle of the floor to Kelly, left side Brown. Shockers with the ball up by 22 here in the first half. Brown. Cross-court, Morris right of the key. Shaq looking inside. Out front, Kelly drives it, hands it off to Reeves. Steps back, didn't have the shot. Out front to Brown. He's going to fire with contested shot, short, and the rebound to Houston. It's right on line, just a little short. Devin Davis up court to Gray. Gray driving on Brown, had to force it over him, missed it. Tip try wouldn't go, and Kelly recovers the rebound for Wichita State to Haynes Jones. And Houston's been extending their defense, trying to get up in the face of the three-point shooters. Kelly at the top, looks high-low, drives it, going to get all the way to the basket, and ball got knocked away, out of bounds, it'll stay with Wichita State. Like the way he goes to the basket, though, shows a lot of confidence. Brown out, McDuffie is in, Morris out, Nurger in, a minute 23 to go in the first half, Fran Camp's going to check back in. The Shockers up 50-28, to 28 and with the ball, 19 on the shot clock. Reeves goes out as Fran Camp comes in. Coach Marshall pulling, back in. Sorry, excuse me, Mike, pulling out Morris. He just went in, but he pulls him out because he has one foul with 123 left. Why have him get that second foul? McDuffie into Nurture, out front to Shamit. Landry, one-on-one against Robinson. Right side to Fran Camp. Gets into the keyhole, over to Shamit. Shot fake. Puts it on the floor, brings it out front. Right wing, Kelly, seven to shoot. Richard to Fran Camp. Long three, a little short this time. Tipped up and oh. recovered by Houston. It was almost tipped in by McDuffie. Really tough shot. There's very little time left, and uh, Frank Camp was moving. Ooh, nice pass under Robinson driving a bad pass in a way behind Gray, but he was able to catch it, and he was open once he caught it, and he laid it in for his sixth point. Athleticism on the part of Gray in catching that pass. 50-30, to 30, Wichita State. Nurger three left elbow. He hits. Rano Nurger joins the three-point parade on his first attempt of the night. Shockers with 10 trays in the half lead 53 to 30 with 33 seconds you left. You should see the expression on some of these Houston players' faces when the Shockers are hitting three-pointer after three-pointer. 10 of 16 in the first half for Wichita State beyond the arc. Devin Davis to Gray. Brings it to the middle, drives it, steps back, keeps his dribble, now fires it. And that is short. Rebound, Devin Davis, but a foul on the rebound play. It looks like it's going to be on McDuffie. That's all right, because he was in tight. He was going to get a two with 15.9 seconds left. They're not in the one-and-one, so they just take the ball out of bounds. Third or Second foul on McDuffie, so he's going to come back out. Zach Brown in, 15 foul of the half on Wichita State. Houston to inbound from the end line. Robinson is going to play it in. Got Armani Brooks in the game. He's the first cutter to the ball. Then Gray, they can't get it in. Robinson finally to Gray, right wing. 14 seconds to go in the half. Looks like Houston will play for one. Try to deny Wichita State another possession. The Shockers by 23. Gray driving on Brown. Steps up and fires. Bounces in. Boy, he's gotten a couple of good bounces in this game. And that will end the half. Rob Gray with eight points on a tough shot. But at halftime, Wichita State just devastating beyond the arc. 
leading Houston 53-32. to Stay tuned for the halftime show coming up. And remember, Coach's Show broadcasts are back this coming Monday on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS and every Monday night during the athletic season from AJ Sports Grill at the Alley. Credit Union of America halftime show coming up next. Thanks, Pat. I'm standing in a neighborhood where the strangest thing is happening. Lightning is striking constantly, yet there's no damage. People are actually outside cheering. Home buyers told me this phenomenon is Credit Union of America's lightning fast home loans. From an online application to fast decisions and closings, CUA's home loans come with low monthly payments and no PMI. It's just incredible. Settle in sooner with lightning fast home loans from Credit Union of America. Apply now at cuofamerica.com. CUA is an equal housing lender. What happened to paying one price and getting everything included? You buy an airline ticket and pay extra to bring a change of clothes. Book a hotel room and you're shelling out for Wi-Fi and overpriced bottled water. (laughs) Really? Imagine my delight when I found out roadside assistance is now included with my shelter insurance auto policy. So if I get a flat tire and need a jump, I just call and they take care of me. There's no additional cost, but some restrictions apply. For free insurance review, see Netta Otis, Deanna Polly Faulkner, or Mike Renner in Wichita. This is what it sounds like when real people find out Chevy's the only brand to earn J.D. Power Dependability Awards for cars, trucks, and SUVs two years in a row. I am so impressed. I think that's great, especially two years in a row. Chevy's stepping up. That's for sure. Get behind the wheel and see for yourself why Chevrolet keeps bringing home awards for dependability. See your hometown Chevy dealer today. Awards based on 2013 and 2014 model year vehicles. 2017 most dependable small car, large SUV, large heavy-duty pickup, and mid-size sporty car. 2016 most dependable mid-size car, compact SUV, large heavy-duty pickup, and mid-size sporty car. For J.D. Power award information, visit JDPower.com. This is Sarah Kaufman, founder and executive director of Wichita Animal Action League. Each year, countless animals in our community are in crisis and depend on local rescue, Wichita Animal Action League, to save their lives. But we can't do it without your support. By donating to Wall, you can make a difference. Donate local to save local lives. Donate today at wallrescue.org. And we're glad Intercom cares. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see agent Jared Crawford, Sandra Meads, Fern Harding, Mike Rogers, in Newton, Ken Hall, or in Mulvane, Kirk Farber. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Thank you. Welcome back to Charles Coke Arena. This is the Credit Union of America halftime show, part of the halftime show here on the court is the celebration that tonight the 8 millionth person to see a Shocker basketball game at Coke Arena has passed through the turnstiles. So that's a pretty significant milestone. Credit to Brian Holmgren, one of the things that he just happened to keep track of. He added up all the attendance over the years, and uh, they had the attendance figures year to year, figured out that the 8 million fan was going to be here tonight, so they made a moment of it here. Good, and as a matter of fact, Mike, not only has the fandom been terrific, the play this evening has been just off the charts, and I think it got started when McDuffie came in and started to work his magic, a couple three-point baskets, and the Shockers were off and running, and they played so well this first half that Houston couldn't even catch its breath. Shockers just shooting lights out both overall and from the three-point line and lead it 53 
to 32. We'll get into the numbers in just a moment, but the halftime show brought to you by Credit Union of America. Be sure to check them out for your small business needs. Credit Union of America, a proud sponsor of WSU basketball. Let's go inside the numbers with a look at the halftime stats brought to you by BKD, CPAs and Advisors, everyone needs a trusted advisor. Who's yours? The Shockers shot 19 of 32, 59.4%. As good as that is, they didn't dip below 60% until right at the end of the half. 10 of 16 from 3, 62.5%, and 5 of 5 from the line. Houston shot 41.9 overall, just 1 of 7 from 3, made 5 of 6 free throws. Rebounding almost even, 16-15 Wichita State. The Shockers 5 turnovers to 7, 11 to 2 on points off turnovers, 17 to 4 in bench points. Four players scored in double figures already in the first half, and a number that you made reference to early in the half, Dave, that continues to stand out for this Shocker team. 14 assists on 19 baskets in one half. And Wichita State averages 7.9 assists per ball game, Mike. Uh, as a matter of fact, they're second in the in this conference, in the American Athletic Conference, 19th in the country with that number of assists, and they're almost there already in the first half with 14 assists. Seven different players had at least one assist in the first half. Six different players made at least one three-point basket and going 10 for 16. Nobody had more than two, so it wasn't one guy lighting it up and carrying the team. It was like everybody was red hot most of the half. Well, in the three-point shooting accuracy was just demoralizing I thought for Houston as a matter of fact they put together only one real run and that was a 7-2 run later in the first half I really love the defense also that Zach Brown is putting on Rob Gray. Rob Gray does have eight points but that's not even half his average and it took him ten shots to make four baskets. Nine points for Corey Davis is high for Houston. Gray as Dave mentioned with eight. Devin Davis with seven. But Davis picked up two fouls, as did Galen Robinson, the point guard, and Wes Van Beck off the bench. Marcus McDuffie, the only Shocker player with two fouls. Landry Shamit, Connor Frankamp had 12 points apiece. McDuffie, 11. Shaq Morris had 10 and a game-high five rebounds. Zach Brown didn't score but had four rebounds and four assists in addition to his outstanding defense on Gray. So a lot of people making contributions, and the Shockers... Lighting it up. Shamit, Morris, and Frankamp were a combined 14 for 20 in the first half. Shock's depth is just overwhelming. As you said, the WSU bench has outscored Houston's bench 7-4. to four. But it's very interesting to note, Wichita State has four players in double figures already. Two of them are not even starters. And you've got a Houston team that has had only five players that have scored a point thus far. Shockers lead it at halftime, 53-32, and we will continue on the Credit Union of America Halftime Show very shortly. The Kansas Department of Transportation reminds us that every life is important and invites you to join the Drive to Zero campaign. Drunk drivers are involved in one-third of all traffic crash fatalities. That's over 100 fellow Kansans. Please do your part. Designate a sober driver and get home safely. Buckle up. Eliminate distracted driving. And remember, in Kansas, you drink, you drive, you lose. Whether you're looking for the perfect power suit or just a great pair of jeans and shirt to wear to watch the big game, you need to head to Johnston's. Offering the very best in contemporary men's clothing and a friendly, experienced staff to help, 
you're sure to find something to fit you and your style. And right now, you can save up to 50% on all outerwear, including leather jackets, top coats, and overcoats. Be at the top of your game this season with Johnston's at 21st in K96. Another Smile Power Experiment brought to you by Delta Dental of Kansas. Okay, today we're going to find out just how powerful a smile is. Uh, first, say this for me with no smile. You got promoted. I can't believe this. Congrats. Great. Now, uh, with a smile. You got promoted? I can't believe this. Congrats. A healthy smile is a powerful thing. It deserves Delta Dental, the nation's leading dental benefits provider. Unleash your smile power with Delta Dental. And away go Rebel down the drain. Cool! I've always wanted an indoor pool. Uh, honey, I think we have a leak. And when you need a plumber, call Roto-Rooter. Wichita's original rooter is still the best for plumbing, drain cleaning, and truly trenchless sewer repair. Dial 263-AWAY. And away go Rebel down the drain. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Agent Brad Woody, John Green, Rich Hutfliss, Dusty Self, or in El Dorado, Rebecca Shum, or Stephanie Thomas. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Welcome back to the Credit Union of America Halftime Show. Shocker Sports Properties and Wichita State Athletics would like to thank the Shocker Ambassadors, Wichita State's elite level of corporate partners. They are House of Schwann, Delta Dental, Coke Industries, and Cox Communications. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of Wichita State Athletics, all you have to do is call Shocker Sports Properties at 316-978-7552. Take a look at other games that are going on. Nothing really getting underway yet with this early start here at 6 o'clock Central. Uh, just underway at 6.30 was Arkansas State at Georgia Southern. Arkansas State, a former Shocker non-conference opponent. They're 6-9 and nine so far. Last night in the AAC, East Carolina, ECU, got its first win on the road at South Florida. First win in the conference, 67-65. So ECU now 1-2, and two, USF 0-3. They'll be in here to play the Shockers on Sunday afternoon. A dandy at Tulsa last night. UConn and Tulsa went double overtime. Tulsa finally won that one, 90-88. They remain undefeated in the league at 3-0, the first team to get to 3-0 in the conference. 10-5 overall. UConn off to an 0-2 conference start. So is Memphis after losing a close, low-scoring game at UCF last night. 65-56. That moves UCF to 2-1 in the league and 11-4 overall. Coming up later this evening, 8 o'clock tips central time. It's Cincinnati ranked 19th in the AP this week. 1-0 in the league at 0-2 Temple. SMU 2-0 and getting votes in both polls close to the top 25 at Tulane. Tulane surprisingly good so far. 10-4 overall, 1-1 in the league, have an upset win over Temple. So that'll be an interesting matchup tonight in New Orleans. And in the top 25, number one, Michigan State playing Maryland. That game getting underway right now, uh, getting underway in 30 minutes. Number four, Arizona State at Colorado. And our old friend Steve Forbes, 10-4, and four, just tipping it off at Samford, East Tennessee at Samford in that one. A really, I thought, sweet tweet from Steve Forbes. His team played on New Year's Eve 
and he tweeted that when he was a kid in the early 70s, he used to spend New Year's Eve with his grandma, and they'd watch a bowl game, and then Guy Lombardo, he said, her choice, and bring in the New Year, and he said, now I'm watching basketball on New Year's Eve, sitting on a bus, and missing my grandma. I That's right. That was, that was really good. You retweeted nice. that, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah. I th- it was great. Well, anyway, the Shockers lead it here at halftime, 53-32. couple of reminders that any day the Shockers play, you get 50% off your online order at any Wichita area Papa John's. Log on to PapaJohns.com and use the promo code SHOCKER50 to receive your Shocker discount. And also remember that if the Shockers go on to win, any day the Shockers win, the next day you get a discount at Tad's Locker Room East or West all the way up to 40%. If the Shockers score 100 or more, they are more than halfway there in the first half. We'll see if they can keep it up when we come back for the second half. The halftime show has been presented by Credit Union of America. Number one soccer mom, plus three-day tournament, times 22 kids all chasing one ball, and a ref who's overwhelmed equals... Oh, penalty! Come on! Laryngitis. You can't control the game. But with United Healthcare, you can have better control of your care. With a mobile app that helps you find a local doctor and has your digital ID card for easy access. Learn more at uhc.com. United Healthcare. Service is not available for all plans. When you're in need of window treatments, whether it's shades, shutters, or blinds, Gotcha Covered of Wichita is your one-stop shop. At Gotcha Covered, Dan will suggest the right products for your space, style, and budget, offering high-quality products from top manufacturers in the industry. Call Dan today to take advantage of Gotcha Covered's free top-down, bottom-up promotion going on right now through the end of February. Some restrictions apply. Give Dan a call at 316-612-7000 for a free, no-obligation consultation. Or go to gotchacoveredofwichita.com. Mention the Shockers and receive an additional 10% off on any order 11 states 13 institutions some of the nation's largest markets there is power in our size over 360,000 students 2.6 million alumni their influence is power and 21 championship caliber sports we compete with power that make up a power six conference known across the country as the american this is Justin Baxter at Baxter & Associates. In our 40 years of business, Don Baxter and our whole team have seen challenging financial times, and we are up for that challenge. We understand that you're depending on your serious money now and in the future, so please give us a call at 316-652-0101. Baxter & Associates, time well spent, money well invested. Security and investment advisory services offered through Sage Point Financial, Inc., SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is separately owned, and entities and or marketing names, products, services referenced here are independent of SPF. Baxter & Associates, 2103 North Collective Lane, Wichita, Kansas, 67206. Call 316-652-0101 one or online at money-planning.com. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Agent Sean Chapman, Ron Woods, Carrie Mock, Alex Acosta, in Valley Center, Tim Dink, or in Andover, West Sawyer. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. A couple of quick milestones before we start the second half. Connor Frankamp, two of three from three in the first half. He has now made at least one three-pointer in 35 consecutive games. That's an ongoing record that he holds six more than the next closest streak. And with those two trays, moves into the top ten all-time at Wichita State in three-pointers made. In fact, 
past number 10, Teray Murray, and is now four away from the ninth man on the list, Ryan Hers, whose son Jacob, of course, is a walk-on with this year's team. And you're talking about two and a half years of doing that, or actually two years of doing that, because we still have a half a season left. The Shockers lead it at halftime, 53-32. We'll see if they can sustain things in the second half, keep the momentum going. They'll send out Landry Shamit, Zach Brown, Richard Kelly, Connor Frankamp, Shaquille Morris. Tonight's game brought to you by Comfort Systems. Comfort in your home, comfort in your wallet. And for Houston, Galen Robinson, Corey Davis, Devin Davis, Rob Gray, and... Looks like it'll be Chris Harris on the right wing. Corey Davis back out front to Robinson. Gray at the top to Devin Davis. Hand off to Gray. Left wing to Devin Davis. Backing in on Kelly. Still backing in. Has to give it up now as Shamit helps. Bounces it to Corey Davis. Driving pass. Deflected, but got to the target. And then a miss in close by Harris. And the rebound, Fran Camp. Goes in among the Giants and asserts himself to pull down that rebound. Kelly, right wing Brown, down the block, Morris, jump hook, good off the glass. Shaquille Morris has 12 points. He still has only missed one shot. That was his first try, a reverse layup that he just barely missed. Have to approach this half as if it's 0-0, zero to zero, and Wichita State needs to do everything they can to win this half. Devin Davis, right baseline, banging his way in on Kelly, steps away, follow a jumper, bounces off, and a foul from behind on Harris. Morris had the inside position. Harris shoved him and then tipped it away, and that will be Chris Harris's first foul. He's a difference maker, Mike. He's just now getting his legs. He wasn't able to play earlier in the season like McDuffie because he was injured, but now he's doing a much better job, and they're going to rely on him more as the season progresses. Shamit into the front court, left wing to Brown. Back to Shamit cutting the basket, tried to reverse layup and missed, but he got knocked to the deck, and he'll go to the line for two. You know, in the injury report, I said there were no injuries for either team, and there wasn't anything on the injury report for Houston, but I've just noted Breon Brady, a 6'8 junior, has been out. He has not played tonight. He just scored a season-high 21 points against Temple in his last game out in just 18 minutes, but he did leave the game with an ankle injury, and apparently that is ongoing because he has not played tonight. Shamit at the line, has not shot a free throw tonight. Free throw up and bounces in. Landry was shooting about 89% from the line, and then what an incredible one for four at UConn. Still over 80% for the year, but only at 84 after that performance. Only? Only. This one's up and good. He is 13th in career free throw percentage at Wichita State at about 81%. He had moved up into the top 10 for that one for four game. High post pass to Devin Davis, to Corey Davis, back to Devin Davis, banged his way in. Difficult pass underneath, deflected and stolen by Fran Camp. Connor looking up court as he brings it across the timeline, gets a screen from Kelly, stops at the top, he keeps his dribble, faced up on Devin Davis, fires over him and hits a long three. How demoralizing is that? I mean, he releases it so quickly, and he just needs a little step back. And the Wichita State Shockers, Mike, are just off to the races again in the second half. Connor with 15 points. That's his third tray of the night. Harris, right wing to Corey Davis. Down on the block, Devin Davis. Looking to bang his way down. Kelly did bang his way in, and they're going to call the charge. He just lowered his shoulder and ran over him. That's going to be three personals on Devin da- four personals on Devin Davis. And what do you do? I mean, the team's down 28 points. You're going to have to pull him for a while, but you 
pull him too long, you'd have to try to get back into the ball game. He's played frustrated here in the second half, trying to bang his way in on the offensive end. He got a defensive foul a little bit ago that I forgot to write down. That's why I was off on the count. So Shock, Shocker basketball, they're up by 28. 7 to nothing start. A foul away from the ball. Morris held by Harris in the post. So Chris Harris picks up his second foul of the half and of the game. Fourth team foul of the half in less than two minutes for Houston. Houston was 12-2 and two coming into this ball game. They were getting votes for the top 25, and Wichita State was just decimating them. Grand Camp, right wing Kelly. Started to drive it, couldn't get in the lane. Keeps his dribble. Now looking for a teammate. Finds Shamit cutting the basket. He dunked with both hands. So add that to the repertoire. He has hit threes. He's dunked. He's hit free throws. He's got 16. Kelly third on the team in assists. Not surprising. Boy, Shamit has made some nice cuts. He's had four layups in this game. The Shockers lead by 30. 17.45 to go. Penetrating Robinson. Dishes out to Gray for a three. That's good. Rob Gray from the left wing with his first three and just the second of the night for Houston. Shockers in the front court. Brown right wing. Looked to Brown in the post. He was covered. Left wing, it goes to Frankamp. Cross court, right elbow. Morris gets a man in the air, drives it, and draws the foul on the way in. This may go on Harris again. Shaq got him up in the air. Actually, it's going to be on the help. I thought that was Robinson. Magic Johnson taking it from the top of the key all the way to the basket. Shaq made a move like that, got a UConn guy up in the air and made the drive and then got fouled under the basket before he could get the shot away. He'll go to the line for two first free throw attempts of the night. First one's up and good. Well, this has been the really good Shaq Morris tonight. 13 points at the moment. He's 5 of 8 from the field and has 6 rebounds. Nothing like being perfect from the free throw line. Wichita State is now 6 of 6 from the stripe. This one is up and got that one as well. Shaq with 14, Fran Camp 15, Shamit 16, and McDuffie who hasn't played yet in the second half with 11. The Shockers lead 64-35. In the front court, Robinson. Slow dribble left, hands it off to Armani Brooks. In front to White, right sideline Gray, back to the middle. Picks it up, left wing Robinson. Circles back out front with 12 to shoot. Now looking for a driving angle on the right side, Gray. Guarded by Brown, eight to shoot. Gray up top, has to give it up. Brooks steps up, fire. Shamit contesting, missed it off the back with the rebound to Mirazana for Houston. Zana looking for a teammate, bounces to Gray. Drives baseline, cut off by Morris. Shaq didn't get himself set. He was sliding with him. Contact occurred. Shaq will pick up his second foul. On the drive, nope. not in the act of shooting. And Gray is such a wonderful player, Mike, but did you see when he went baseline, he left his feet once again. He does that quite a bit. He's been able to not turn the ball over the three times he's done it in this ball game. Robinson way out front, looking for movement off the ball screen. Now back to the screener down low, White, but good rotation by Kelly to pick him up. White a little jump up. They're going to call Kelly getting into him with the body underneath before the shot. That would be Richard's first foul, team second of the half. Trying to pound it down low. The way you get back into a ball game is to draw fouls, the clock stops, and you go to the free throw line, or you press, speed up the game, and you get more turnovers, and you get more possessions, and you hope the other team doesn't score. Quite a 6'7 freshman from Atascosita, Texas. Free throw is good. He's a three-star recruit. He was all-state, all-region, all-greater Houston area. 68.8% 68.8% from the line coming in, made the first one. Has a high point game this year of 14. Missed the second one, Morris fighting for the rebound, ball got knocked loose, Brown on the floor saves it to Connor Frankamp. 
Good hustle by Zach Brown. Shockers quickly into the front court. Shamit dribbles left to right, feeds it right baseline to Kelly, trying to work his way into the basket. Couldn't. Cross-court pass deflected, saved by Gray, and recovered by Wichita State. Shamit hands it to Kelly, back to Shamit. They got a new 30. Fran Camp, middle of the floor to Shamit. Left wing Kelly, down on the left block, Morris. Squares up, takes it baseline. Reverse layup, draws the foul on White. And White got the worst of it, taking an elbow in the ear as Shaq went up with the shot. Foul on White is his second. Sixteen foul already in the second half on Houston. After all these years, he still strikes me as being shockingly mobile. Yeah. Quick. Yep. Especially when he's really motivated like oh, he has been tonight. God, I guess. Shaq just made two of two from the line. Gets two more here. First one is in and out. That's the Shockers' first miss tonight. You know, they played on national TV so often, and they're doing it so many times this year. Do you think that increases the motivation at all? I don't sense it, but do you? No, I don't, no. I don't think so. Uh-huh. I think it's kind of old hat to uh, yeah. these days. Yes. Morris with one more. The Shockers are now 9 of 10 from the line. That one is in and out, so he missed them both. But Mo- Brown steals the rebound and then gets fouled by White for uh, Houston. You know, I really love it. You've got a player going on the foul or on the floor, Zach Brown. You've got Zach Brown stealing that rebound. Wichita State is up by 28 points, and they're still playing that hard. It's a real testament to Greg Marshall, the coaching staff, and all the effort that the, the players like to put in from start to finish. And this effort's exactly, you know, what they wanted to see coming off of that big halftime lead. Brown with the front end of the one and one missed it. So the Shockers have missed three straight free throws after making their first nine of the night. Robinson in the front court for Houston. 64-36, Wichita State, 15-54 to go. Robinson steps up and fires from 17 and hits. So Robinson with six. Shocker lead is 26. Out of character for Robinson, Mike. He just doesn't shoot the ball very much. As a matter of fact, exceeded his average. He only averages four and a half points per game. And he's only three of eight from the field. Kelly at the left elbow, across right wing to Shamit. Squared up on Robinson. On the right block to Kelly. Double team on him. Out front, Brown. Open three for Zach. That's good. That's his first basket of the game. And that certainly offsets the missed free throw. He's the seventh Shocker player to make a three-pointer tonight. He is unselfish on offense to a fault. It was nice to see him shoot that shot with a hand moving up in his face. Brooks Robinson trying to penetrate a little dishes to Brooks. Brooks cut off at the foul circle. Dribbles out of there. Way out front to Rob Gray. About 15 minutes to go. Gray driving it. Cut off by Kelly. Step away. Tough shot. That's hit it. Shot. That's Gray. an NBA shot right there. Gray has made some difficult contested shots. He's got 13 points. The Shockers lead by 27. Down on the block. Nurger got it stripped out of his hands as he went for the layup, but it will stay with Wichita State. Four new faces coming into the lineup after a timeout. 14-49 to go. For, or second half. Wichita State leading Houston 67-40. Your voice lets him know he's safe. Shelter insurance does the same for you. Roadside assistance is now included with your auto policy. So if your car leaves you stranded, just call and we'll take care of you while you take care of what's most important. Find an agent at shelterinsurance.com. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Some restrictions apply. Sea Shelter agents Mary Hall and Augusta, Jody O'Kady's in Andover, or Grant Collins in Wichita. 
This is what it sounds like when real people find out Chevy's the only brand to earn J.D. Power Dependability Awards for cars, trucks, and SUVs two years in a row. I am so impressed. I think that's great, especially two years in a row. Chevy's stepping up. That's for sure. Get behind the wheel and see for yourself why Chevrolet keeps bringing home awards for dependability. See your hometown Chevy dealer today. Awards based on 2013 and 2014 model year vehicles. 2017 most dependable small car, large SUV, large heavy-duty pickup, and midsize sporty car. 2016 most dependable midsize car, compact SUV, large heavy-duty pickup, and midsize sporty car. For J.D. Power award information, visit JDPower.com. Another smile power experiment brought to you by Delta Dental of Kansas. Okay, today we're going to find out just how powerful a smile is. First, say this with no smile. Your parents are staying all weekend? Wow, that's awesome. Okay, now with a smile. Your parents are staying all weekend? Wow, that is awesome. A healthy smile is a powerful thing. It deserves Delta Dental, the nation's leading dental benefits provider. Unleash your smile power with Delta Dental. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. 14.49 to go in the second half here at Charles Cook Arena. Wichita State leads Houston 67-40. to The Shockers were up 21 at halftime, about scored Houston by six so far in the second half. Houston is shooting three of six in the second half, 43% for the game. Wichita State has made all four of its field goal attempts in the half, back up to 64% for the game, including 12 of 18 from three-point range. As you said, Mike, they're up to 17 assists, which is right about at their average. And the reason Wichita State has two fewer shots than Houston does in this half is they've gone to the free throw line seven times already, and that's before Houston even gets their seventh personal foul, but they've missed their last three free throws in a row. Wichita State is dominating all phases of the game. They lead 14 to 6 on points in the paint, 16 to 2 points off turnovers, 17 to 5 in bench scoring. Rado Nurger, Marcus McDuffie, Daryl Willis all in for the Shockers, Austin Reeves, and Samaje Haynes Jones, who is playing it in and gets it into backcourt to Reeves. Shocker basketball. Reeves handling it out front. Bounces to McDuffie, coming out to the high post area at the top of the arc. Down in the middle of the lane to Nurger. Drops it baseline to Willis, who gets it blocked from behind by Fabian White. Recovered by Houston. Up court quickly, Gray driving it. And rams into Reeves. And they're going to call the charge, I think, on Rob well, Gray. Sure Austin, Austin Reeves may be closer to team lead along with Kelly in taking charges this season. I thought that was, wasn't Ralph Boston that was the uh, broad jumper? No, jumper. Well, that's, what, that's what he was doing on that one. He covered a lot of territory from the takeoff point, the point that he ran into Reeves. Rob Gray's first personal foul, but that's 18 fouls in the half for Houston. We've still got 14 and a half minutes to go. Haynes Jones at the high post to Willis, drives it, takes it in strong, forced it a little and just muscled it in. Believe it or not, that's his first two points of the game. With all this scoring, Darrell getting on the board for the first time. Acrobatic move. 69 to 40, Wichita State. Robinson one-on-one against Haynes Jones. Baseline to White. Clears it back out to Robinson. Just right of the key. Drives it hard. Oh, wow. And they're going to call a little grab on I don't, Haynes Jones. See, I don't know about that one. He lowered his shoulder, initiated the contact, hit him with his lead shoulder. Boy, I think that's a, a call that's just benefiting a team that's down by this many points. First foul on Haynes Jones. Third team foul of the half. 
Robinson looking to play it in, looking to cutters under, and then on the right baseline, quick jumper by Armani Brooks, rolls out, rebound Willis, clears it away from his own teammates and gets it out to Austin Reeves. Reeves along the left sideline in the front court, middle of the floor to Willis, right side Haynes Jones. Samaje looked inside, out front McDuffie, left side Reeves, off the left side of the lane, Willis spins, tried to go baseline, double teamed and threw it away. Right in the hands of Robinson. Robinson driving it up court, bounce pass left wing. Brooks driving, throws up a floater, missed this one. Recount, rebound deflected out to Reeves. Shockers have numbers. It's five on four. Reeves threw it away. He's trying to get it to McDuffie and threw it to White for Houston. At the other end, Robinson out to Van Beck. Tried to pull up and shoot the three, but Reeves was right up in his face, and they'll have to reset. Shock's getting a little sloppy, Mike, telegraphing their passes, being a little slow with the passes. Robinson driving, fell down, but get the bounce, got the bounce pass to Van Beck. To White, 17-footer foul circle, off the back. Rebound, Houston, out to Robinson. That was... Uh, they've got a new face in the left. That was uh, Sangoyami with the rebound for Houston. Ball goes out of bounds. Going to get a foul on Wichita State. Scores the basket, has a chance for a 2-plus-1. It's going to be White with the basket going to line. Daryl Willis with the foul. That's Daryl's first, team's fourth of the half. First field goal for Fabian White. He's got three points. Freshman averaging 4.8 per game. He has scored eight in each of the last two games, the two league games for Houston. Missed the free throw and that strong rebound by Willis who went up and snatched it. So White now one of three from the line. Wichita State leading by 27, 69-42. Haynes Jones, left wing McDuffie. The Nurger popping out front, right wing Reeves. Looked inside, wasn't open. Out front to Haynes Jones. (laughs) Haynes Jones over in the right wing to Reeves. Drives it, back out to Willis. A three, right elbow, in and out. Rebound to Harris for Houston. Clears to Armani Brooks. Houston really trying to turn up the defense, getting very aggressive and physical defensively. Which they're capable of doing. They're a good defensive team. Wichita State was just hitting too many shots. Robinson driving as Haynes Jones tried to slide over and get in front of him. He went to the floor. They're going to call a foul on Chris Harris for knocking him down. Third team foul on Harris, all in the second half. Ninth team foul on Houston. 12.22 to go. Samaje Haynes-Jones fought above his weight class on that one. (laughs) Harris is 6'10", 240. Samaje bringing it up. The Shockers still leading by 27. Left wing Marcus McDuffie. Out front, Nurger. Backdoor cut to Reeves, and he lays it in easily. Beautiful set play, and Austin Reeves has five points. How many times did they run that backdoor tonight? That's at least three. 71-42 Shockers. Nice assist from Rondo Nurger. White goes right wing with it to Armani Brooks. Coming out front off the screen across to Robinson. Trying to drive it. Forces one up in the lane. Missed it. Rebound Willis. Snatched again off to Haynes Jones. Brings it up court around Fabian White. Keeps his dribble. Down the lane. Got hammered. And they'll call the foul on Houston. The Shockers now in the double bonus. That's 10 fouls on Houston with 11.46 still to go in the game. Foul is on Galen Robinson. That'll be four on him. And the under-12 timeout, 11.46 to go in the second half. Wichita State 71, Houston 42. 
So this house is in a great neighborhood and walking distance from one of the best schools. And what are they asking? The asking price is only 24 years of really, really hard work. Wow, that sounds like a lot. Well, the house across the road just sold for a few years more. While other insurance companies just see a house, we see the home you've worked really hard for. So why not give it the protection it deserves? Tell you what, why don't we offer 23 years with a fast close? Mm, we're going to need to sleep on it. Yeah. State Farm. Call an agent today. What if good health was infectious? What if the benefits of a healthy lifestyle could spread throughout our community? Providing each and every Kansan with the opportunity to live a healthier, happier life. At the Kansas Health Foundation, that's our mission. We invest in the ideas that combat today's top health threats because we believe that every Kansan deserves the chance to be healthy. Learn more at kansashealth.org. Go Shocks! Hi folks, Aaron here from the all-new or Nissan of Wichita, and it's time for our YES event. YES stands for year-end sales event where you'll save up to 15 grand off remaining new Nissans in stock. Like a new 2017 Nissan Titan for just $349 down and $349 a month. Yes, just $349 a month. Say yes to more for your trade. Up to three grand over book value. Ask for me, Aaron Mount, General Manager of the all-new or Nissan of Wichita. Dial 1-800-NEW-NISSANS or visit ornissanofwichita.com. With approved credit, 84 months, 3.24 APR, plus tax and license, all rebates apply, then number HN537. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Agent Gerald Amato, Chris Post, Sammy Odeny, Angela Valentine. In Augusta, Dylan Hartnett, or in Hayesville, Forrest Hummel. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. After outscoring Houston by 21 in the first half, the Shockers are another plus eight in the second half, leads 71 to 42. Wichita State has made six of eight shots in the second half, 62.5% for the game. Houston now has slipped back to four of 11 in the half, 40.5% for the game. Wichita State plus four on the boards, only seven turnovers for Wichita State to 11 for Houston. And Houston has now committed 10 team fouls. So Wichita State is in the double bonus with 11.46 remaining. They are going to shoot a ton of free throws before this one's over. Wichita State went to the free throw line only five times in the first half, one less than Houston, but they made all five of them. They made their first four in the second half, but they have missed their last three. So you have Samaje Haynes-Jones going to the free throw line, and he needs to be the antidote. He needs to be the one that's going to break this curse of three straight misses, but he's got a comfort level because he has two opportunities. 75% on the year for Samaje, 18 of 24. First one's up and short. Wow. So that's four in a row missed by the Shockers. Nine players have played so far tonight for Wichita State. Eight have scored. Samaje is the only one who has not, so he can end that right here. And uh, that does. one was dead center. Wichita State, who was shooting so well from the free throw line, over 74%, was only 14 of 28, 50% in two of their last three ball games. They seem to have righted the ship, however, in tonight's ball game. Devin Davis, right wing gray, driving it hard, throws it out in the left corner. Corey Davis, open three, rattles in and out, fight for the rebound, and Haynes Jones comes out of there with the deflection. Looking up court as he drives it up, right wing McDuffie. Had an open shot, but drives it closer, got hammered, no call. Rebound fought for, Nurger comes out with it to Reeves, and out front to Haynes Jones. Great to see the pursuit by Rano. Rano was up against two or three Houston players and ripped it away. He goes right wing to McDuffie. Marcus fires for three, off the left side, missed, rebound 
Van Beck for Houston and clears to Corey Davis. Rushed it just a little bit. Didn't have his feet underneath him. Davis in the front court. Standing dribble now off the screen. Starts right. Keeps his dribble. Trying to drive it on Haynes Jones. We got another offensive foul on a screen. Haynes Jones is hurt. Valentine Sangoyami nailed Samaje Haynes Jones. They've laid down some pretty brutal screens tonight. Sangoyami with his first foul. Coaching staff doesn't see it. He got I think he got his knee bumped, and he seems to be okay. Grimacing a little bit as he brings it to the front court. He does not want to come out. Dribbles right, goes right corner to Reeves. Underneath McDuffie, turn around, missed it, and the rebound recovered by Houston. I don't see that there's anything wrong with uh, him taking that three-point shot. Uh, he's such a good three-point shooter. Van Beck gets a three out front and drains it. Wes Van Beck's an interesting story. He played in 38 games in two seasons as a freshman and sophomore walk-on, averaged three points a game, shot 43% from three, so he was given a scholarship last year, ended up the team's fourth leading scorer, averaged seven and a half points per game. He's up to 8.7 per game this year. That's good. Opportunity, Mike, can do some really interesting things. And, you know, the other thing is he's playing with much better players. And playing with much better players, I think, increases your skill set, increases your skill level. But it takes the uh, attention off of you when you have the basketball and you get some more open shots. Sean Goyami picked up his second foul. Nerger shooting two free throws. That one's up and good. Rado with four tonight. Had a three-point basket in the first half. He had to uh, be shown where the free throw line was. He had no attempts in eight of the last ten games. His last one was against uh, Savannah State. This one's up and good. Rano with five. So the Shockers, after missing four straight free throws, have now made three in a row. They're 12 of 16, back to 75%. Showing some full-court pressure now. Van Beck in backcourt. They back it off after the initial pass got in. 74-45, Wichita State by 29. Devin Davis back in the game, playing with four fouls. Left wing to Corey Davis. Didn't have anybody to pass it to. Now out front to Van Beck. Van Beck, guarded by Reeves, tries to dribble through traffic. Then out to the right wing. Can't get it back to Rob Gray. And now Gray down the lane. Blocked by Willis. Recovered by Haynes Jones. What a block by Darrell Willis. Samaje, right wing in front court. At the top to Nurger. Looks high low. Left side Reeves. Down off the left side of the lane to Willis, who drives baseline, got around Samayagi in the right corner to McDuffie. Pulls up, throws it cross court. Haynes Jones for three. No good. Rebound, Houston. Devin Davis and a foul on McDuffie. Marcus maybe getting a little frustrated, a little over aggressive. Fouled him over the back. His third foul, 15 foul. It will be Houston's ball. C.J. Kaiser in for the first time. Becomes the 10th Shocker player to see action tonight. 6'3", sophomore from Baltimore. He is so athletic. I would love to see him have a couple of good throws at it tonight, Mike. Um, build up his confidence just a little bit. Devin Davis driving and cut off. Good help by Nurture out front to Van Beck. He looked to Gray. Gray being guarded by Reeves. Has it in the right corner. Way back up in the ring. Now Kaiser has Gray. Gray driving it on him. Cut off. Comes back the other way. Drops it to the middle of the oh, lane. And a travel. Yep. That was uh, Sangoyami. Trying to roll off the screen, and he rolled and rolled. Took a couple extra steps with the ball. The Shockers get it back on the turnover. 4,000 fans at that end of the court <laughs> called that traveling violation before the official finally blew his whistle. Houston now almost twice as many turnovers as the Shockers. 13-7. to 7. Haynes Jones to Kaiser at the free throw line. Turns, faces. Bad. Had a shot. I guess. Left does. Now left wing to Reeves. Left block, Willis. 
They come after him aggressively. Out front, Haynes Jones. Right wing, Kaiser driving it down the lane. Little finger roll. What a move by C.J. Kaiser. Next year could be a real beast for Wichita State. Beautiful move by Kaiser. 76-45. The Shockers by 31 with 8.46 to go. At the top, Devin Davis. Left wing, Van Beck. Van Beck out front to Gray. Gray fires over Reed. Missed it. Rebound Nurger for the Shockers to Haynes Jones. Not getting any sep- second efforts because Wichita State's smothering the ball. Samaje driving, forced it. Ooh. Rebound out of bounds off Houston. He took it into traffic. Was shooting over two defenders. Greg Marshall shaking his head like that's not a shot we want. Nope. Asbjorn Meatguard into the game for Wichita State. That draws a big reaction from well, the fans. The freshman seven-footer from Denmark appearing in his sixth game. As well as some good applause. Well-earned applause from Rano Nurser. Did a really good job. I think he kind of broke the spell over the last several games when he wasn't quite himself, not getting a lot of minutes. Coach Marshall showing confidence in him, and he played well, responded tonight. Haynes Jones out front, left wing Reeves. Left block, meet guard. They double-team him out to Haynes Jones, to Reeves, over to Kaiser. Off the right side of the lane to Willis. double him up. Come after him with the double-team. Cross-court, Haynes Jones. Drives baseline in traffic. Throws that front to Kaiser. He got a whistle away from the ball. Three seconds on Meathguard. Three-second call on Asbjorn. So the Shockers turn it over for just the eighth time. 8.13 to go. Greg Marshall has gone to 10th and 11th players in the rotation here in the second half with his team up by 31. Only eight turnovers, but fortunately only four points off of those turnovers for Houston. It will hand off that front to Brooks. Back to the screener. White over to Van Beck. He tries to drive it, kicks it out to Brooks. Right corner with the three. No good by Armani Brooks. And the rebound, Darrell Willis for Wichita State. Brought it up court himself over to Haynes Jones. Samaje, left wing, Reeves. Austin. Gets a screen from Willis. Brings it to the top. Pulls up from 15. In and out. Little flat. Rebound to Somayaji up front to Brooks. Brooks into the front court. Circles back out. At the front, Van Beck. Left side of the lane, Sangoyami. Tried to muscle his way in on beat guard. Little turnaround. Might have been partially blocked. And a foul on Houston as Kaiser got tripped. Actually, it may no, go on Wichita State. It Apparently, does. it's a push on meat guard who pushed White who then tripped Kaiser. Actually, it's on Daryl Willis. I didn't see him anywhere near the play. His second foul, 16 foul, and the under-eight timeout. 7.29 remaining, Wichita State 76, Houston 45. Ever wish you could call a timeout on those expensive ATM fees? Well, guess what? When you bank with Equity Bank, you can. With your Equity Bank debit card, you can block all ATM fees from any bank, anywhere. It's true. Hello, Equity Bank. Goodbye, ATM fees. It's a slam dunk. Start at EquityBank.com. Member FDIC. When you're heading for those Shocker basketball games this winter, make sure you're gripping the road with tires from Kansas Land Tire. Now, you don't want to feel like you're square dancing on an ice rink, so stop by your nearest Kansas Land Tire store and let the professionals make sure you're ready for old man winter. When it comes to tires, service, or light repair work, you can count on the six Wichita Metro locations along with the other 17 Kansas Land Tire locations statewide. Find the store nearest you at thetirestore.com. Kansas Land Tire, if you're out of air or need repair, these guys care. Looking for great gas mileage? Midwest Kia. A car with awesome technology. And a cool design? Midwest Kia. And something you can afford that comes with a 10-year, 100,000-mile bumper-to-bumper warranty 
and a lifetime powertrain warranty on top of that? We can do that. It's what you need at Midwest Kia. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see agent Jared Crawford, Sandra Meads, Fern Harding, Mike Rogers, in Newton, Ken Hall, or in Mulvane, Kirk Farber. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Even though it seems like Wichita State has really cooled off, and they have a little bit, they're still shooting 47% in the second half, 55% for the game. Houston now at 29.5% in the second half, just 37.5% in the game. Wichita State leading 76-45, and one of the Shockers' all-time great coaches, Gene Smithson, in the house and being acknowledged. He's on the fan board here. Gene Smithson, of course, coached here starting in the uh, late 70s into the 80s, took the Shockers to the Elite Eight in 1981. He had some smoking-and-going teams, some NBA-caliber teams with a lot of NBA players. Houston's ball, play in, Van Beck, left wing to Corey Davis, way out front to Van Beck, guarded by C.J. Kaiser, starts right, can't get by Kaiser, keeps his dribble, way out front to Corey Davis, shot clock at 21, Davis right, guarded by Haynes Jones, out front Van Beck, left block white, turns faces on Kelly, banging his way in, jump hook short, rebound, knocked out of bounds, last touch by Houston, good box outs by Meat Guard and Kelly that time. You know, well what, defended by Kelly on the interior. One of the reasons that the game seems a little bit different and significantly different in the second half is Wichita State is not making threes because they're not shooting threes. Kaiser left wing, gets a screen from meat guard, dribbles off of into the lane, pulls up from 15, off the back that time, rebound to Houston. Good shot by Kaiser, just wouldn't go down for him. Davis, double team, picks it up, left side of the lane, White. White trying to muscle his way in on meat guard. Quick little jump hook move. Missed it. Gets his own rebound. It's loose. Van Beck picks it up. And way out front to Brooks for Houston. Gives it off to Corey Davis. Davis right of the key. Brings it to the middle. Cut off by meat guard. Pass deflected and recovered by Kelly for Wichita State. And just staying after it. Nira Zana. And he fouls Richard Kelly. Zana's second foul. You think we've seen the last of Shamit in this ballgame? I don't know. And Frank Camp? Possibly. I mean, 6.33 to go. Very possible. They've each played about four minutes in the second half. Kelly at the line where he is two for two. Those are his only points tonight. I wish you wouldn't have said that, Mr. Kennedy. <laughs> First one is up. And boy, that didn't even hit iron, did it? Hit the left side of the backboard. Are you going to take responsibility for I that? I guess I'll have to. My goodness. Shocker's still at 12 of 17, 71% from the line. Shooting percentage is going down here in this late stage of the second half. Free throw, good on that one. <laughs> he gets an he ovation gets like they just won the championship. So the Shocker's oh. up by 32, 77-45, 6.27 to go. Corey Brooks, or Davis, gives it up to Brooks, Armani Brooks, and we got a foul away from the ball. Seven. It's going to go on Kaiser. Sure, seventh seven foul. CJ's first. This will put Houston in the one and one. We could see a lot of free throws over the last six and a half minutes. Shockers now put Houston in the one and one. Shockers have been in the double bonus for a while. Van Beck has a high possibility of making that, which he does. As a matter of fact, in his last seven ball games, doesn't go to the free throw line a lot. Went to the free throw line ten times. 
in the last seven games, but connected on nine of them. So now he is 10 of his last 11 free throw opportunities. Just under 87.5% last year on 63 tries. Makes them both. West Van Beck with five. And for Houston, check Gabe Grant, a 6'4 junior from Chicago. Transfer from Three Rivers Community College. Well, I like to see that. Coach Marshall is not playing his frontline players very much at all. And as, as soon as I say that... <laughs> Here we've got uh, Shamit coming in and Frank Camp coming back in. Kelly down on the block. Haynes Jones rolls out. Spinner around the rim came out. Van Beck the rebound for Houston. Haynes Jones went down on the block, almost hit the turnaround. Van Beck driving. Going to call foul on Reeves. Van Beck really jumped into Reeves. Austin with a look of consternation on his face, but he's going to get called for his first foul. Eight team fouls. This will be two more shots for Van Beck. Wichita State pretty consistently missing their field goal opportunities now, Mike, and the ball game has just kind of stalled out. The shot is still up by 30, but that's what it's been for quite a few minutes. Free throw by Van Beck is good. West Van Beck now with six points. Shamit and Frank Camp check in for Haynes Jones and Reeves. The Shockers, as Dave mentioned, they made 10 out of 16. Three, uh, three pointers in the first half. 10 out of 17, and have only taken five in the second half. They're two for five. Van Beck makes the second one. And a couple of times they've been wide, wide open and just passed them up. They sure did, but what's happened is Houston has put their defense out a little bit farther, and as a result, it opens up some back doors and it opens up some things inside for the Shockers. Shamit, right side of the floor, just above the key. The Shamit right at the top, left wing, Kelly. Richard looked out front, puts it on the floor, didn't have anybody. Out to Kaiser. Kaiser back to Kelly, left side. J baseline jumper in and out. Boy, they've had a lot of tough misses and a foul over the back called on meat guard on the rebound. In fairness to Wichita State, that's three or four shots that have really gone in and out down the stretch here. Well, they got their fair share of the benefit of the <laughs> yeah, doubt in the did. first half. At the free throw line will be Valentine Shangoyami, 6'8", 240-pound junior from Nigeria, transfer from Northern Oklahoma Juco. He is one for two all year at the free throw line, and this is a one and one, so you might want to box out. <laughs> Puts it up, makes it, of course. I, that's his first point of the night. You have to hand it, though, to Houston. They're still game. They're down by this much. They're still playing hard. They're playing intense defense. They're still going after it confidently. And that's hard to do when you're down by that big of a margin. Shocker's still up by 27. San Goyami with the free throw. Too there hard this time. Rebound, C.J. Kaiser. Prophetic, Mr. Kennedy. Shocker basketball. Landry Shamit brings it up for the Shockers. Works right to left, left wing to Kaiser, back out front to Shamit. Landry directing traffic, goes left to Kelly, handoff to Fran Camp. Connor dribbles left, drives baseline, turns back out from the corner, finds Kaiser out on the wing. Seven. CJ looking to drive it. Three from way out front, off the back, fighting for it. Meet guard, it is saved by Houston though. And it goes to Corey Davis into the front court, handoff on the left wing. Grant drives it. Starts down the lane, into traffic, blocked by Meatguard, but a late foul call. And it's going to be, I think, whoever was in there trying to take the charge. They want the basket. They wanted the basket interference, and it wasn't. I, I didn't see that. I thought the block occurred way outside the cylinder, and it wasn't pinned. Foul's on Richard Kelly, his second. Ninth team foul. 
This will be in the act of shooting. Gabe Grant to the line. Momentum shifting a little bit toward Houston and then shifting toward Houston because they're going to the free throw line with great regularity. Free throw, no good. Grant was 10 of 14, 71.4% in 11 previous games. And for the Shockers, Kaiser and Meekard go out. Checking in are Brown and Morris. So the original starting five back in for Wichita State with five minutes to go. Free throw by Grant is no good again. Rebound tip recovered by Grant. Throws up a runner that goes in off the, gra- off the glass. So Gabe Grant missed two free throws but made a basket. And the Shocker lead is 25, 77-52. And it's been up over 30, and now there's a run. Morris down the lane, drops it off to Kelly, who misses the layup. Might have gotten partially blocked. I think it was from behind. Corey Davis into the front court. Boy, the Shockers have missed some good opportunities. Grant, one-on-one against Brown. Left wing to Davis, back to Davis for three. Good. Corey Davis, Jr., hitting his second tray of the game and now in double figures for the fifth time in the last six games. Shocker lead is 22. Shamit, left side, Fran Camp. Near the left corner to Brown. That way out front to Morris. Shaq was looking for the back door to Shamit, couldn't get it to him. Frank Camp right wing now drives, throws it out on the wing. Open three for Kelly, no good. And it's batted out of bounds. Last touch by Zach Brown. Which State's been outscored 10 to 1 in this last run. When was the last time they scored a basket? Shockers, one of their last 13 from the field. You always want to last eight. You want to finish a game strong. You want to finish a game start, so you've got that taste in your mouth when you move into your next ball game. Van Beck drives, pulls back, and gets fouled by Frankamp. Got him up in the air. He'll go to the line for two. So Greg Marshall tried to do the right thing with the lead up over 30 points, get some of his younger guys a chance to play a little bit. Shocker started missing shots, and what was a 32-point lead is now 22 as we go to the under-four timeout. 3.52 left. Wichita State has it well in hand, but would like to finish strongly. It's 77-55. Shockers. Okay, children, we're done with the alphabet. Next subject, financial well-being. How to manage your money. Turn to page 5 of your textbook. When it comes to money, you can never start learning too early. That's why starting today, State Farm wants to give you the tools and support you need to take control of your finances. Tonight, read the chapters on credit cards and balance transfers. Pop quiz tomorrow. Find out more at letstarttoday.com. State Farm, here to help life go right. Hello, Shocker Nation. This is Cindy Carnahan with the Carnahan Group at JPY Gandon Sons. For the past 40 years, the Carnahan Group has been helping the great people of Wichita buy and sell homes, helping with first home purchases, patio homes, and everything in between. Whether you are trading up or paring down, we want you to call on us. Let us put our vast experience, our robust marketing, and our proven systems to work for you. Whether big or small, our service is the same. I promise. Welcome to Big Box. Hi, I'm ready to get an LG 4K TV delivered. Sweet. All right, let's get started. Of course, delivery's extra. Plus, you probably want the TV hooked up. That's not part of the delivery? Also, the fuel surcharge. Plus, the haul off. Plus, your name starts with an M. What? My name? Light service fee. Extra steps charged. Sunny day fee. Ugh, mileage I should have gone to Hefner's. At Hefner TV, we believe your TV should be fun, not frustrating. That's why we offer free delivery and installation. We also service everything we sell. LG and Hefner TV. Watch Happy. 
Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Agent Brad Woody, John Green, Rich Hutfliss, Dusty Self, or an El Dorado Rebecca Shum or Stephanie Thomas. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Houston came into this game averaging just under 81 points and shooting 48% from the field. The Shockers have held them to 55 points so far, 38.5% shooting. West Van Beck's free throw is good. Well, and he'll make this next one, too. Now, Wichita State outscored Houston by 21 points in the first half, and now they have been equal. Each team has scored 24 points in the second half. Second one also good. Van Beck, 6 for 6 from the line, 9 points. So the Shocker lead is exactly 20. Their biggest lead has been 32 with 6.32 to go. But then the Shockers have gone on a long dry spell. Pass to the wing, deflected out of bounds by Corey Davis for Houston. Shocker lineup is their original starting five. Boris Brown, Kelly, Shamit and Frankamp, but none of those guys have played very much in the second half. Shamit driving it on Corey Davis, cut off, throws it out front to Morris. Shaq hand back to Shamit, over to Kelly. Frankamp left wing, curls up top, cut off at the foul line. Picked up his dribble over to Brown, floating three off the back, rebound Houston. Shock just can't make anything all of a sudden, made everything in the first half. Gabe Grant for three, missed it, rebound Brown. Good snatch by Zach. Clears up court to Shamit. Landry drives right, picks it up, throws it out front to Brown. Left side, Fran Camp. Down on the left side of the lane to Morris. Back to the basket, dribbles out of traffic. Out to Fran Camp, across to Kelly, right side. Hand off to Shamit, coming out front. Reverses, goes back right wing. Drives baseline and gets shoved out of bounds. That's going to be a foul, I believe, on White for Houston. It will be on Fabian White, his fourth. Houston has uh, gone on a 12 to 1 run against the Shockers, mostly against non starters. Now, Wichita State wants to finish this game strong just to help them going into the next ball game, but they turn around and go to Houston on January 20th, and they want to make sure that they've got that confidence going into Houston once again, and that Houston really believes that Wichita State is a far superior team. Free throw by Shamit. Good. Landry now 3 for 3 from the line, has 17, so he's right at his average. Came into the game right at exactly 17 points per game. Back on track at the foul line after missing three of four in the UConn game. Shamit's 21.8 points per game in five of his last six games. This is his 13th, and he makes that one his 13th double-figure game. He's got 18. Now he will check out. Austin Reeves comes back in. C.J. Kaiser also back in the game. Houston basketball with 2.52 to go. The Shockers up 79-57. Corey Davis way out front, right wing Van Beck. Defender slip, gets a shot away and makes it about a 17-footer. Van Beck with 11 very late points for Houston. Shockers lead by 20. Reeves in the front court, 2.34 to go. Right side, Zach Brown. Out front, C.J. Kaiser. Kaiser over to Reeves, left wing. Has a screen, now uses it, dribbles left, into the keyhole, cross court. Kaiser for three, right wing, way off the mark. Air ball long, rebound Houston. Corey Davis up court. Cuts to the middle, keeps his dribble on the right wing to Grant. Grant shot, thought about the three, now drives it, kicks it out to White. Corey Davis trying to penetrate, goes around more, shovels in the lane, and Sangoyami with a little jump for two. Four points by Sangoyami. 
Shocker lead is 18 now, 79-61. Morris, handoff to Brown. Brown driving it. Tries to put one up in traffic. Got it blocked, but a foul on Houston, stopping the clock with a minute 50 to go. Wichita State really out of sorts here, Mike, about the last eight or nine minutes. Um, the non-starters come in, and it's not just their fault, uh, but the momentum was allowed to shift to Houston, and Houston's taken advantage of it. Wichita State early in the second half had it shooting back up to over 62% for the game. Zach Brown free throw, good. That's his first make from the line. He has four points. The Shockers now 7 of 23, 30% in the second half, 47 for the game, 12 of 25, a very good 48 from three. That one's good by Brown. So he's got five, but the Shockers in the second half, only two of nine from beyond the arc. Brown goes out, Nerger's back in, Haynes-Jones is back in, so it's Samadje with Reeves, Nerger, Kelly, and C.J. Kaiser. Minute 44 to go at the high post, Fabian White, cross-court left wing, Van Beck into the lane, they're going to call the charge. He pushed off, Reeves going down, charging foul on Van Beck, his third, Wichita State gets the ball back. Houston on a 16-5 run from the 729 mark to the 139 mark, so it's over about a six-minute period. 15 turnovers for Houston, eight for the Shockers. The Shockers have outscored Houston so far, 23 to eight on points off turnovers. They could add to that here. Reeves right wing, out front Kelly. Gives it over to Haynes Jones, left wing. Left block, Nurture, out Kaiser in front. Right wing, Reeves, right baseline, Kelly. Drives it, cut off in the lane, out to Reeves. Gets a screen from Kelly, drives right, double-teamed out to Kelly. He penetrates a little bit, kicks it out front. Nurger, open three, no good. Nobody can make one, and the rebound to Houston. Minute 10 to go. Shockers up 81-61. Biggest lead was 32. Right baseline, White, about a 12-footer. Good. Fabian White, with his second basket, has five. Once again, the margin down to 18. Haynes Jones in the front court on the left wing. Picked up his dribble. Nurger at the left elbow. Out front. Kelly down the lane. Having trouble picking it up. Finally gets it to Kaiser. Shot fake. Drives it. Got hammered. No call. Saves it out front to Haynes Jones. They have swallowed their whistles with 40 seconds to go. Kelly hands off to Reeves. Drives it through the keyhole area. Stops left side. Pops a three. No good. And... Kaiser, they didn't call that either. You could see he had one arm just completely held that picked it up with one hand and saved it. Shot clock and the game clock are about the same, so we'll see if the Shockers try to score one more time. Haynes Jones against Corey Davis. Penetrating a little, now drives it, kicks it baseline to Nurger. Doesn't look like they're going to try to score here. Back out to Kaiser. They're going to let the clock run out. That's going to be it. Final score, Wichita State, 81 Houston 63, the Shockers win by 18 to go to 2-0 in the conference, but no question, this was a more one-sided game, even than that final score indicates. Stay tuned for the post-game show, coming up from Coke Arena. It's time to go inside the numbers with BKD CPAs and Advisors. BKD has proudly served the Midwest for more than 90 years. Your team values excellence as much as ours, and we're your biggest fans. As you look toward continued growth and profitability, BKD has the bench strength and resources to help you develop a winning strategy. Everyone needs a trusted advisor. Who's yours? Go to BKD.com and go Shocks.
Did your old dishwasher struggle to make it through the holiday meals? Then you'd better get into Litton's Appliance during their January clearance sale. Save on quality name brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, and KitchenAid. Litton's has over 25 models on display to make your buying decision easy. Plus, their large inventory means you get same-day or next-day delivery and install on most models. Get into Litton's today and get that old, noisy, inefficient dishwasher replaced with a new Whirlpool, Maytag, Amana, or KitchenAid Energy Star-rated dishwasher and ask about free install on qualifying models. It's Warm Hearts, Warm Home. Congratulations to Lori Tyler. She won a new train high-efficiency gas furnace. Oh, my God. Thank you. It's, oh, yes, it's wonderful. I just shake it. I'm real excited. It's really nice. I've been cold. Warm Hearts, Warm Home. From Intercom Communications, Dance Heating and Cooling, KSN News 3, and Train. It's hard to stop a train. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Agent Sean Chapman, Ron Woods, Carrie Mock, Alex Acosta, in Valley Center, Tim Dink, or in Andover, West Sawyer. Listen for all WSU Shocker basketball games on 103.7 KEYN Wichita. Welcome back to Charles Koch Arena. This is the Johnston's postgame show presented by Johnson's at 21st and K96, where you'll find so much more than men's suits. And if you just hopped in your vehicle, getting ready to drive home, your drive home from the game, brought to you by Kansas Land Tire and Service, where great tires and professional auto service are always a slam dunk. Wichita State winning tonight over Houston, 81-63, a dominating performance by the Shockers. But after Greg Marshall cleared his bench with about six minutes to go, not completely cleared, but, uh, but Shockers were still up by 32 with six and a half minutes to go. And the rest of the way, Houston outscored them by 14. The Shockers just went completely cold from the field. And the final shooting numbers, while pretty good, just aren't going to about show how well the Shockers shot. They were 59% in the first half, only 27 in the second. 10 of 16 threes in the first half, only 2 of 11 in the second half. It just really went ice cold. Shockers did make 77% of their free throws. And they held Houston to 41% overall, 27% from three, and 63 points for a team averaging almost 81 a game. Well, and for a team that shoots 48.2% from the field, the Shockers did a good job, both the first half and the second half, holding them right around the 41% field goal percentage. And that's what you want. Wichita State also, for the third consecutive game, holds an opponent right in the 62-63 point range. That's what we're used to from a Wichita State team. So defensively, nothing to complain about for Wichita State. Just offensively in the second half, a little disappointing. Shockers also got out-rebounded for the first time this season. Only by one, 36-35, but that's a stat they usually dominate. One thing that was really good to see, even though things got a little out of kilter, only eight turnovers all night, seven fewer than Houston, and the Shockers were 23-4 to on points off turnovers. Those are more like the numbers we've been used to seeing from Shocker teams over the last three or four years. Wichita State had four players in double figures in the first half. Houston had no players in double figures. Houston's high scorer was Rob Gray. He's uh, six points under his average, but Wichita State had no more than four players in double figures for the entire ballgame. 
Shockers win at 81-63. That's our game recap. Brought to you by Bill and Nika Cummings. Cummings and Cummings is your criminal defense and DUI law firm in Wichita. Give them a call at 264-1548 or visit BillCummingsLLC.com. Cummings and Cummings Law, where your needs always come first. I guess we should add to that game recap, what does this all mean? I, I think for the most part, We've talked many times. It's really hard to kind of keep the intensity going. Actually, I thought the intensity was okay, but the execution just wasn't as good after it got such a big lead. Houston was bound to score a little bit more than they had been. So I don't think that this is one to be disappointed about, that the Shockers didn't win by 30. But, again, just a little warning that things can slip a little bit if you're not careful. I I think the Shockers, certainly when they play Houston again, can look back on what this game was like for about... 30, 34 minutes and, and feel pretty good about it. They can, but in a nutshell, it's who was on the floor and who was hot and things like that. The 729 mark, Wichita State had a 31 point lead. And then from that point on, that was 76 to 45. Wichita State scored only five more points. And Houston scored from 45 to 63 points. I mean, it changed rapidly. Well, one of the reasons it's changed rapidly is because the personnel was different. When you take your starters out of the game, which Greg Marshall obviously should have done, there was no reason not to put in his non-starters, all of a sudden the momentum shifts, you lose a little bit of your energy, and it's not unusual for a team like Houston who kept their starters in for virtually the entire ball game, and that's why we saw the shift in points and scores. It, it is one of the most bizarre games I've seen from the standpoint of the Shockers went through most of the first half just couldn't miss. At one point, they were 9 of 11 from 3, and then in the second half down the stretch, just could not make anything. And They had several that went in and out. It wasn't like they were always missing badly, but I don't know if I've seen in one game one team just be so unstoppable for a long stretch and then so ice cold for another stretch in the same game. Well, you had Frank Camp, who was 5 of 6 in the first half, took only one field goal attempt in the second half. You had Shaq Morris, who was 4 of 7 in the first half, only one field goal attempt in the second half. You had Landry Shamet, who was 5 of 7 in the first half. He took only one field goal attempt in the second half. I mean, to me, that explains it very easily in a nutshell. The guys that were scoring in the first half didn't get the minutes, and they didn't get the field goal opportunities. Hence, the field goal percentage goes down. Now, was the team that played so well in the first half a standard Wichita State team? They played a little bit above their head, I thought. Was the team that played in the second half and didn't do very well a typical Wichita State team? No, they played a little bit lower. But when you look at the game in itself, Wichita State did about what they normally do. They shoot the ball pretty well. They're capable of shooting it a little bit better than they did. The only disappointing thing is Wichita State got out-rebounded, and it's... um, It doesn't happen very often, thank goodness. And ultimately, it's an 18-point win over a top 35 caliber NCAA tournament caliber team. So the Shockers with a good win tonight, 81-63, even though the ending wasn't quite as efficient as everyone would have liked. And we'll continue on the Johnston's postgame show from Coke Arena in a moment. AJ's Sports Grill at the Alley, 13th and Greenwich Road in Wichita is your new home for Shocker Coaches Shows. Be sure to check out our all-new burger menu because Mondays are burger days at AJ's. And don't forget, Thursdays are buy one, get one free pizza day. Dine-in only and excludes the Superdome. Join us for happy hour every day from 2 to 6 p.m. and 9 to 11 p.m. While you're here, ride the go-karts, take a turn in the laser maze, enjoy the game room, or bowl a couple games. AJ's Sports Grill at the Alley, home of the Superdome 29-inch pizza. Two locations in Wichita and one in Hutchinson. Proud supporter of Shocker. 
Shocker Athletics. Another smile power experiment brought to you by Delta Dental of Kansas. Okay, today we're going to find out just how powerful a smile is. Uh, first, say this for me with no smile. You got promoted. I can't believe this. Congrats. Great. Now, uh, with a smile. You got promoted? I can't believe this. Congrats. A healthy smile is a powerful thing. It deserves Delta Dental, the nation's leading dental benefits provider. Unleash your smile power with Delta Dental. Want to have a little fun? White Star Machinery invites you to check out the Bobcat Advantage and watch Bobcat Compact Excavators take on the competition and crush them one by one. More hydraulic horsepower, faster digging cycles, and lots more lifting force. Just what you'd expect from the best built in the industry. See for yourself at bobcat.com slash advantage results. Then check them out in person at White Star Machinery in Wichita, Topeka, Manhattan, Garden City, or Tulsa. White Star Machinery, your authorized Bobcat dealer. White Star, White Star, is the job done. When you're in need of window treatments, whether it's shades, shutters, or blinds, Gotcha Covered of Wichita is your one-stop shop. At Gotcha Covered, Dan will suggest the right products for your space, style, and budget, offering high-quality products from top manufacturers in the industry. Call Dan today to take advantage of Gotcha Covered's free top-down, bottom-up promotion going on right now through the end of February. Some restrictions apply. Give Dan a call at 316-612-7000 for a free, no-obligation consultation. Or go to gotchacoveredofwichita.com. Mention the Shockers and receive an additional 10% off on any order. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see Agent Gerald Amato, Chris Post, Sammy Odeny, Angela Valentine. In Augusta, Dylan Hartnett, or in Hayesville, Forrest Hummel. WSU Shocker Basketball is on 103.7 KEYN. Final score tonight, Wichita State 81 and Houston 63 with the Shockers scoring 81 points. That means you can save 20% tomorrow on all Shocker merchandise at Tad's Locker Room East and West. 20% off all Shocker stuff at Tad's. You'll always be happy to say, I got it at Tad's. The final stats are presented by BKD, CPAs and advisors. Everyone needs a trusted advisor. Who's yours? The ultimate final stats, after all the talking we did about first half compared to second half, Wichita State 44.8% 44.8% overall, 44.4 from 3 on 12 of 27, and 77% on 17 of 22 from the line. So even with the cold finish, those are good numbers. 81 points, ninth time in 14 games that the Shockers have scored 80 or more. They held Houston to 63 on 41% shooting, 26.7 on 4 of 15 threes, and they were 13 of 19 from the line for 68 the Shockers got out-rebounded by one, 36-35, but only had eight turnovers to Houston's 15 and had 18 assists on their 26 baskets to nine assists for the Cougars. Keep in mind, Houston was averaging 80.6 points per ball game. For them to be held to that low of a point total speaks volumes about Wichita State's defense. Our star of the game is brought to you by the Kansas Lottery. Get your Kansas Lottery Mega Millions ticket today for a chance to become a millionaire. Go to kslottery.com for the most current jackpot amount. Play Kansas Lottery and dream bigger. We didn't give you the individual scoring totals. We'll do that to lead into our guest, Landry Shamit, with 18 points, three assists, one turnover. Connor Frankamp, 15 points, hit six of seven shots, three of four from three. 11 points for Marcus McDuffie, his high since coming back to the lineup. And our star of the game, Shaquille Morris, 14 points, six rebounds in 20 minutes of play. Five of eight from the field, two of two from three, and two of four from the line. Let's 
in general terms, kind of assess this when you guys were dominant for most of the game as long as it was the regular lineup and, and then some of the other guys got a chance to play a little bit, score got closer, but how do you assess overall where this kind of puts you not only with the performance, but maybe in Houston's head for the next time you meet? Oh, well, um, overall, we came out and, uh, you know, attacked defensively, and that's where we wanted to start with this one. Um, we actually wanted to hold them to around 55 or something like that, but we um, came out and got our defense immediately into the game. And, um, you know, when you do that and we get our offense going and hitting shots how we were, uh, we were a pretty hard team to beat. Uh, the way you were executing your offense, I complimented you in the first half. I thought this was as good as you've played for a while in terms of being active within the offense, what you were doing outside the lane, catching the ball, kind of watching the movement, seeing where to go next, some of the, making good decisions with the ball. Yeah, definitely uh, looking for my teammates. and um, you know They were looking for me and getting me the ball. Coach Marshall was drawing up a lot of sets for me to touch the ball, and my teammates wanted me to do good. And, um, and I wanted them to do good. So, you know, that's just in our program. So making those type of looks, and they trusted me outside the arc, and I hit a couple shots, and we got going. Shocker defense again for the third straight game. Houston, a very good offensive, potent offensive team, averaged 80.6 points per game. For the third straight game, you held a team right around the 62-63 point level, which is great against this team. Houston also shoots 48.2% on the season pretty consistently every game that they shoot that. In this ball, Houston comes out and shoots 41.1% for the game. Yeah, um, our defense was uh, amazing, especially perimeter from our guards. They did a heck of a job this game. And, uh, you know, Houston is a dangerous team, and uh, coaches. He's been, you know, harping that at us, you know, this whole week, just getting ready for Houston. And um, so that's why I believe we came out so strong defensively. And um, and we started to, you know, execute really well. Shaq, a new conference, playing against prime types of teams every ball game. You start off with two really uh, highly reputable teams and handled them both pretty, pretty convincingly. Yeah. Um, you know, once again, we always have a chip on our shoulder, and we just want to show that we belong. And uh, this being the first conference game at home, you know, you got to make a statement. And um, I believe we did that and um, just ready to keep going, keep it going. You know, and speaking of that, uh, I'm sure the would enjoy hearing this, that uh, none of these teams have played in this building Oh, yeah. Before and uh, certainly it was it was <coughs> prime time Coke Arena tonight. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm sure that's something that all of you guys. Yeah, appreciate. striped out arena, ten thousand five hundred. Uh, you know, even though America is not used to that, I believe like Temple is next at like seven thousand. You know, at the most. So uh, even for them or anybody in the country, this is a hard place to play. And uh, definitely when we get the crowd going uh, behind us, you know, we just feel unstoppable. But we uh, did. Well, tonight the crowd—the crowd was just berserk the whole first half. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> first half, you know, it got really, really loud. You know, we couldn't even communicate on the court. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Shocker Nation, for that. You know, Shaq, somebody had a question in our pregame show, and I'll, I'll let you comment it from a player standpoint. It seems like uh, <clears throat> you've had a little more time between games, especially lately. Of course, there was a whole week between a couple, but like this setup, you played on Saturday, then Thursday, and then not till Sunday with a couple of days in between. And, and do you like that as players, to have that little extra preparation time between each game? Um, uh, me 
Yeah, you know, you got Coach Marshall has done a great job of, you know, within these last couple of days going hard the first two days and then the next day, you know, letting us, you know, get our bodies right. And, um, especially coming into this game, my body felt amazing, uh, better than it has in a while. But um, trying to get used to, you know, the games being different, you know, than, you know, the Valley was, uh, especially with scheduling and times. And, like, I believe next week we got one Thursday and then Saturday. Uh, you know, it's all different, but, you know, we just got to stay ready, and our coaching staff does a great job of doing that. Has the Americans so far been what you kind of hoped for, just from the standpoint of playing at UConn, playing at Houston, and the caliber of players that you're facing and so forth? Yeah, um, you know, when you get to play those teams like that, you know, twice, you just think, like, wow, like, it's a great conference for us to be in and show that, you know, comes March, we actually belong if we can, you know, come out here and execute and do what we do and play soccer basketball every 40, every time we step in between the line in 40 minutes. Congratulations. Great performance. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Good job. Shaquille Morris, our star of the game. Shockers winning it over Houston 81-63. to And Coach Greg Marshall also set to step in and join us. Coach Marshall presented, as always, by Express Employment Professionals on a mission to put a million to work. Shockers winning 81-63 over Temple. They led by as many as 32 in this one. And how do you uh, kind of sort this one all out after a, you know, a, a less than great finish, but certainly overall a very good performance? Mike, I, I thought um, I thought the first half we were just tremendous, especially offensively. Uh, we were defending well. We didn't we didn't we didn't blow any defensive assignments. Uh, we were rebounding pretty well. Um, and you know, a lot of the the, the, the lackluster last eight ten minutes is on me because i tried to get some guys some minutes that hadn't been getting minutes and i was hoping to continue to extend that bench and get them ready for some prime time minutes but as you know you have to earn those minutes and if you're not playing well when you get a chance uh then you probably don't get a get a chance next time so i've got to i've got to look at the film and figure out uh, you know where we broke down. I know we were up thirty something. We end up uh, plus eighteen. I don't think the game was in doubt, but again, that was my decision to go really deep into the bench and and try to get some guys a uh, good look. McDuffie really got on track tonight. He looked like the old Marcus McDuffie. He certainly did. Um, shot the ball well. That's what he did. And then and he took a couple of bad shots after that and kind of forced some things. But he's it's good to have him get a little more rhythm. And each game now he's shown a little more of the old Marcus McDuffie. And and uh, pretty soon we'll, we'll hopefully have him back as long as he stays healthy. So we're going to continue to, to give him uh, ample opportunity. And, and hopefully he'll continue to, to improve and play well. We thought there were some, you know, maybe less noticed little things tonight that looked really good. One of the reasons we talked to Shaq, I thought he played well within your offense and, and was when he was catching the ball outside the lane, kind of letting things develop, making good decisions, help keep the offense moving. And, and then Connor doing some of the things that he's really started to do more of, little shake-and-bake moves, getting himself open, hitting contested shots. Yeah, they were. We um, our offense was terrible in the second half, but in the first half it was clicking. And then, you know, it's just um, we didn't change anything, and I don't know what they changed, but we've got to try to – I thought we got 33, around 33 positive minutes tonight, and then the last seven were just – we mucked it up. In the end, um, uh, I hate that we got out-rebounded, but um, we, we certainly shot the ball well and we got 23-4 to 4 off turnovers and 20-10 to 10 in the paint. Um, 
I hate that they they beat us on second chance points and out rebounded us in the end. But again, I've got to I've got to try to get those guys some minutes when we can. And this was the first time we've had that opportunity. And and a team averaging 81 points a game, shooting 48 percent, you hold them to 63 and and barely 40. Yeah, Coach Isaac Brown had a great game plan. Uh, you know, we talked about it. We've tried it, as we mentioned in the in the pregame. We didn't want to be too complicated, and I thought. Our guys did a wonderful job of carrying that uh, game plan out. You've got a lot of experience on this ball club. You could really tell, (coughs) especially in the first half, they play together so well. They look for one another so often, and it resulted in 14 assists in the first half. Yeah, 14 assists in the first half, only four in the second half. Again, our our offense wasn't nearly as good, and that probably gives them some confidence when we have to go back down there. And and they're without one of their, their top post players, Brady, so he's a very good player. He sprained his ankle in the last game, but... You know, we've been dealing with that all year. So, um, uh, it, you know, if you told me you don't, you're not happy with the last six, seven minutes, but you win by 18, I would take it because I thought this was going to be a nail-biter. I, I really have a great deal of respect for that team and that coach and that program. Do you like the timing of uh, you've had a few days since your last game to kind of get ready, work on you as well as prepare for your opponent, and now you actually have two days in between games instead of just one, which is kind of more common. Yeah, uh, we've got uh, a South Florida team that's a little wounded coming in here. They've, got, they've been playing without their leading score. I don't know if he'll be back. I was able to watch them a little bit because they just recently played Houston. So when I watched the Houston game, I saw South Florida. So I've got a, I'm already ahead on, on the scouting of South Florida, as, as happens many times in conference play. So, um, you know, tomorrow will be a very light day, and then uh, we'll get after it on uh, Saturday and play on Sunday. Coach, congratulations. Great start to the conference. Thanks, guys. Good. All right, Shocker hit coach Greg Marshall, Wichita State, with an 18-point win over Houston to go to 2-0 and in the American Conference, and we'll be back to close things out right after this. Thanks, Coach. Whether you're looking for the perfect power suit or just a great pair of jeans and shirt to wear to watch the big game, you need to head to Johnston's. Offering the very best in contemporary men's clothing and a friendly, experienced staff to help, you're sure to find something to fit you and your style. And right now, you can save up to 50% on all outerwear, including leather jackets, top coats, and overcoats. Be at the top of your game this season with Johnston's at 21st in K96. This is what it sounds like when real people find out Chevy's the only brand to earn J.D. Power Dependability Awards for cars, trucks, and SUVs two years in a row. I am so impressed. I think that's great, especially two years in a row. Chevy's stepping up, that's for sure. Get behind the wheel and see for yourself why Chevrolet keeps bringing home awards for dependability. See your hometown Chevy dealer today. Awards based on 2013 and 2014 model year vehicles. 2017, most dependable small car, large SUV, large heavy-duty pickup, and midsize sporty car. 2016, most dependable midsize car, compact SUV, large heavy-duty pickup, and midsize sporty car. For J.D. Power award information, visit JDPower.com. How you doing there? Beautiful car, isn't she? Yeah, uh, what's the price? Yeah, 93 late nights at the office. Well, plus tax, of course. 93 late nights? My budget's more like 78. Oh, let me talk to the boss, see what I could do. While other insurance companies just see a car, we see something you've worked really hard for. So why not give it the protection it deserves? Well, now, he's never done this before, but he says I could do 90 late nights and some free air fresheners. Deal. State Farm. Call an agent today. 
Hi, this is Don Baxter with Baxter Associates. In 1976, we started assisting clients with their personal financial plans. For 40 years now, our team has seen challenging financial times, and we're up for the challenge. So give us a call at 652-0101. Baxter Associates, time well spent, money well invested. Security and investment advisory services offered through SagePoint Financial, Inc., SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is separately owned, and entities and or marketing names, products, services referenced here are independent of SPF. Baxter Associates, 2103 North Collective Lane, Wichita, Kansas, 67206. Call 316-652-0101 or online at money-planning.com. Shocker Sports is brought to you by American Family Insurance. In Wichita, see agent Jared Crawford, Sandra Meads, Fern Harding, Mike Rogers, in Newton, Ken Hall, or in Mulvane, Kirk Farber. Listen to or download a podcast of WSU Shocker Basketball on KEYN.com or iTunes or Google Play. And once again, this is the Johnston's Postgame Show, brought to you by Johnston's at 21st and K96, where you'll find so much more than men's suits. Carlos O'Kelly's was born in 1981. Gene Smithson was here tonight. That was an Elite Eight year for the Shockers under Coach Smithson. And to celebrate their birthday, come to Carlos O'Kelly's and get two full-size entrees and a chili con queso for only 1981. I like it. It's a really good deal. And when you order the queso, tell them Zach and JR sent you. Wichita State moving to 12-2 and on the year, 2-0 and in the American Athletic Conference. Houston now 12-3 and overall, 2-1 and in the American. So that cuts to four, the number of teams that are still undefeated in conference play. Uh, the only other one of those who had only played one game prior to tonight, Cincinnati, is now just getting into action. That game tipped off at 8 o'clock Central Time. They are on the road at Temple. That'll be an interesting game. Temple's off to an 0-2 league start. They've been a kind of a hard team to figure, a little up and down, but certainly dangerous, especially playing at home. They are very capable, just put it that way. They've got some good athletes. They've been a little frustrated with their record and some of the losses that they had, but they certainly are capable. And, heck, they played a very good game at Houston just recently. That game is 16-all with 11.54 to go in the first half. SMU and Tulane started at the same time in New Orleans. They are 8-8 with about 12 and a half minutes to go in the first half. All those pretty early tonight uh, with our 6 o'clock start here. Georgia Southern really hammered Arkansas State tonight, 80-49. to Number one, Michigan State leads Maryland. Mark Turgeon's team, 44-32 at the half. Steve Forbes in East Tennessee, up 10 at the half at Samford. They're trying to go to 11-4. And And number four, Arizona State, up five at the half over Tad Boyle in Colorado in Boulder. Uh, Coming up, the Wichita State women at Central Florida on Saturday. Tip-off is 1 o'clock, airtime 12.45 on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Steve Strain will have the call and the Shocker men back here on Sunday afternoon. More on that in just a moment. But we have not mentioned our defensive player of the game or our play of the game, for that matter. Defensive player of the game brought to you by Got You Covered. Whether you want to control the light in your living room, create privacy in your bedroom, or maybe transform the look of your kitchen, Got You Covered has the right window treatment solutions to do that. Call 316-612-7000 or go to gotyoucoveredofwichita.com. 
dot com that dot com that's g o t c h a gotcha covered mention the shockers and get 10% off any order gotcha covered serving the Wichita area. I don't think there was any question tonight, as well as a lot of guys played, but Mr. Zachary Brown oh, was just, just all over all-conference Rob Gray. Rob Gray not only all-conference, but he's the preseason player of the year in the conference. In the first half in particular, 4 of 10 from the field, he couldn't even find a shot. And finally, when Zach Brown would go out for a breather, Gray would sneak in a couple of shots. For the ball game, he scores only 13 points. He averages at 19 on the year. He's coming off an eight-point performance, the only time he hasn't scored in double figures. But there's a reason he has such accolades, and Zach Brown was, I thought, very good at snuffing out those reasons. So he is our defensive player of the game, and kind of hard to pick this one because of the way the game flowed, but here is our choice for the put-it-in-the-deep-freeze play of the game brought to you by Litton's Appliance. Frank Camp, right wing Kelly. Started to drive it, couldn't get in the lane, keeps his dribble. Now looking for a teammate, finds Shamit cutting the basket, he dunks with both hands. So add that to the repertoire, he has hit threes, he's dunked, he's hit free throws, he's got 16. Kelly third on the team in assists, not surprising. I got goosebumps again. <laughs> it's a nice call. As good as it was the first time, Mr. Kennedy. So that is our play of the game. And uh, one other reminder that our pre- and post-game shows brought to you in part by Jabara's Carpet Outlet and Flooring Centers. Flooring Superstore at 1816 North Broadway. They've got carpet, area rugs, also laminate, tile, hardwood, you name it. They've got it in large supply so that you get great everyday prices and always great helpful service with no high pressure. Jabaras, 1816 North Broadway. Coming up, I saw Ted Woodward here, so I know he's hosting the locker room show from Twin Peaks East. And uh, I thought Bob was going to be on with him okay. tonight. Well, it'll be one of the Lutzes, I'm sure. So, yeah. Bob, we under, Bob, Ted and Bob coming up, and you know, that's always fun. It's, they're always great fun. Uh, they're informed, they're energetic, they're clever. And it's a fun show. It's just a great show. So hopefully some of the fans call in uh, and have some fun with them. Be sure to tweet Bob and get him going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll be fun. And uh, our next broadcast will be Sunday afternoon as the Shockers take on the University of South Florida, USF. Uh, for those of you just learning the, the new schools in the conference, there are three of them that really like to be known uh, by their initials, University of Central Florida, UCF, uh, the University of South Florida, USF, and East Carolina has opted to uh, prefer ECU. So we will try to do that whenever possible. So it's USF here on Sunday afternoon. We'll take the air at 2 o'clock, tip off at 3. Right now they are struggling a little. As, as Coach Marshall mentioned, their leading scorer has been out. They're 0-3 in the conference. But everybody in this league has some players, and you don't ever want to assume anything in the AAC. They do, and even though a team struggles a little bit, that doesn't mean that they're not a good team. That just means that they've been coming up against some very, very good teams. And I think Wichita State should be able to handle this ball game coming up on Sunday. But that's when you have to prove your mettle. When you've got a team that's struggling just a little bit and you're much better than they are, you have to be as flawless as you possibly can be. The Shockers were really good for, as Coach Marshall said, probably about 33 minutes tonight, and the result is a surprisingly easy 18-point win over a good Houston team. Yeah, that's about it exactly. As a matter of fact, you can pinpoint it. It was the 7-minute and 29-second mark when the Shocks were up by 31, and the bench is not quite cleared, but a lot of non-starters go in, and it was very difficult for them against the starters who were highly motivated for Houston. That doesn't mean that those players aren't good players. That just means for some reason to 
today, they weren't as good as the, they're capable of being as, and as we'll see them be as the season progresses. Well, the Shockers will try to go to 3-0 and in the league on Sunday as they tip it off against USF at 3 o'clock. Again, our broadcast at 2. Thanks to Andrew Hamling for his work in the studio and to Armand Ely for his work here in the arena and for Dave Dahl, Mike Kennedy, saying goodnight from here. Stay tuned for Ted and Bob from... Twin Peaks East on the Locker Room Show. Final, Wichita State 81, Houston 63. You've been listening to Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN. Brought to you by these fine sponsors. United Healthcare, Kansas Land Tire, Carlos O'Kelly's, Credit Union of America, Executive Airshare, Shelter Insurance, The Carnahan Group, White Star Machinery, Up to Life, Dino's Grill and Tap Works, Litton's Appliance, Equity Bank, your hometown Chevy dealers, Comfort Systems, Via Christi, The Kansas Lottery, Delta Dental, Gotcha Covered, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Johnston's, Chaparra's Carpet Outlet, Intrust Bank, The Kansas Department of Transportation, Tad's Locker Room, Capital Federal, Papa John's, American Family Insurance, Tall Grass Country Club, Coming and Cummings Law, the Kansas Health Foundation, State Farm, Express Employment, and AJ's Sports Grill. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.